I just threw Craig in here. So Okay. I see Amy in the other game. <laughs> just <laughs> I I think she's insane. Yeah, as much as I'm looking forward to playing all of these games, I kind of wish I was able to sit back and, and listen to some of them also. Yeah, I... <laughs> like, because I'm running the two games, I, I feel like it was the extent of my bandwidth to, like, run these two games. <laughs> right. Well, I got... We have Twitch bots for yesterday's games that are working. And I have podcast versions of most of the rest of them. As soon as I get them downloaded, it takes a long time to download Craig's stuff and then run it through Audacity and upload it. But that's what I'm working on while I'm sitting here. So yeah. So my daughter just walked in the room and she, I have my dice out and she asked what they were. She's, she's three. So she asked what they were. I said, the dice. And then, so I was like, you want to roll it? So she rolled it. She rolled a 10. And I was like, oh, you're mediocre. Just like you are. And she's like, Oh, thanks, Daddy. <laughs> she doesn't know what mediocre like, means. No, wait. Huh? Nah, never mind. Just let it go. <laughs> it's, it's good that your your uh, wife is not around. <laughs> I don't think that would fly. Yeah, throwing out. Well, I mean, sometimes you really do have to limit expectations. It's for the good of everyone. <laughs> Father of the year. That's me right there. I mean, not everybody's kid can be outstanding, so... Yeah, right? I mean, I'm hoping my next one's better. (laughs) (laughs) I stopped at one, so I never have to compare them. And I get to to always say, well, you know, once you've done it right, why keep trying? (laughs) Just get it right the first time. Right, Yeah, that's why I have another, so... And, And I can live by that because I'm an only child, so obviously they got it right the first time. Right, that makes sense. I am the oldest of three, and I also have no desire to have kids, so no no worries for my end. Yeah, I've got three dogs, though. <laughs> I'm going to go find some dice. I'll be back. I get to break out my cool metal dice I bought at DC. Ooh, metal dice are good. Are we rolling physical dice and just reporting it, or what's what's the deal? What's going on? Uh, or, or you can roll on roll twenty. I'm giving the option because roll twenty doesn't like have a clean setup for Pugmire because uh, okay. it's it's nearly nearly fifth edition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I figure everyone can just use the official Pugmire character sheet. You can roll generic dice on roll twenty or in person, however you like. And I'll just trust that you're not rolling 20s all the time. <laughs> I feel like you oh, would figure that out. 20. It's crazy. I'm aware of the KFC dating sim. Wait a minute. Which breed of dog is the equivalent of a halfling? Because I want that one now. I want, I want um, the extra luck. <laughs> well, none of them come with luck, but there are some short ones like corgis and pugs. No, no, I know. I got, I'm doing a French bulldog. <laughs> so I think a, Frenchies a, are adorable. Oh, me too, me too. Um, I told my uh, I told my girlfriend that I'm playing her dog. She's like, <laughs> You're a dork. I was like, yeah, yeah. And here you are. 
you're still with me. Goddamn right. <laughs> I, I I do love because I up until this point I've just like either crappily photoshopped real dog heads onto the existing Pugmire art or just taken the existing Pugmire art. But you guys have found like actual dogs in costumes, which I love. <laughs> I can't remember. Did I send you one or not? I feel like we've been working on this for months. You sent a character sheet, but I don't think you sent a, a picture that can upload to Roll20. Okay, I didn't think so either. I know I sent the character sheet, but... Like, yeah, eh. I, yeah, the tokens are just like placeholders, and they're cute to look right. at. And then also I have a token for the fortune bowl. And I hope everyone can see that, and everyone can see the numbers over it. So the in, in Pugmire, the fortune bowl is a communal like advantage pool everyone can pull from. So uh, similar to like the inspector's bank? Ye- well, yes, except you just pull them like 5th edition inspiration rather than uh, them going okay. towards like how successful you were on the mission. Although that would be interesting. I- oh yeah, I have one of my abilities said I could use fortune to get something to work. So yes, that makes sense. It's like yes. n- nearby expert or something. If if I use fortune, then I know where somebody is that would know the information. I yeah. think is how that worked. Yeah, then normally speaking, fortune is just the inspiration pool that everyone shares. So if everyone like like normal inspiration, except it's supposed to be more like liberal with it. Or it's like, if you make a good joke or make a good dog pun, <laughs> everyone, we add to the to the communal bowl. Um, Mark, what are you playing? Maybe we can find a, a photo for you while you're on the road. Uh, I am playing a black and brindle French bulldog rogue. Rapidly Googling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there's some hilarious pictures of them in in costumes of real French bulldogs. But well, if you're looking, like there was a limited number of them in Pugmire. Yeah. I, well, that's exactly what everyone else has done is they just take real dogs in costume and, <laughs> and we're just rolling oh, with it. So perfect. We'll just find a, a a real Frenchie in some sort of roguey outfit and call it good. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even mind if it's a modern rogue. Like, he's just wearing a hoodie with some gold chains. <laughs> not, not a corgi, a Frenchie. Um, this is kind of roguey. <laughs> That's a Chucky doll costume. <laughs> <laughs> he has a dagger. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, man. See, that is not a cleric. This Frenchie in this bishop outfit is amazing. I like the Frenchie in the Triceratops outfit. Yeah. 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 If I was, if I was going to do a druid, oh man, if they had druids in Pugmire, <clears throat> I'd do like either Frenchie with the lion's mane. Well, let's just Google Frenchie in a hoodie. Um, there's this adorable Stitch costume that I love. <laughs> from Lilo and Stitch. How do I add a token? Um, upload it to Discord, and I will 
take care of that very quickly. Got it. Okay, I don't know what this one is, but I like it a lot. Uh, shit, what is that? I don't know, it's kind of terrifying. It is. Thank you. Also, when I zoom in, I can tell it's just like all Photoshop. Yeah. Like everything is just sloppily stitched together and it's weird. <laughs> oh, look at that. That's just a good picture of a dog. <laughs> it's a puppy. I was like, it's a very, just look how handsome that puppy is. Yeah, it's just a pretty dog. Let me zoom out a little bit so we can see that pretty face. So I was riding with my son earlier uh, today. We were heading up to a funeral, and I was talking to him about Theriacon and the, and the whole event and everything. And he's like, you know, I really want you to, to send me the links to that, that podcast that we were listening to because I really want to start listening to that and, and playing D&D &D again. I was like, well, you know, you can, you can get onto Discord and get into some games. Yeah. Like, all right, you, need, you need to send me all that stuff. And he's like, I really like that one episode where the guy just introduces himself and says like his entire name and, and like family story every single time. I was like, <laughs> you mean you mean the Dawn Stars? He's like, yeah, like, I was like, oh god, out of all of the episodes that he heard, that's the one that he heard. I love the Dawn Stars. <laughs> Dawn like, Star, Dawn Star family. I. I, I haven't gotten around to it, but I 100% want to write and implement a Dawnstar into my show because I just love them so much. <laughs> Do it. Oh, I, I plan on it. I have no idea where I'm going to put them or who they'll be. I don't know anything yet, but it's going to happen. <laughs> well, they're just all... so positive. They're so positive about life. Right? And with all the spooky stuff happening in the fan cast right now, I feel like it might be a good time, actually. Yeah, they also yeah, we, don't have. We to almost be made Jason important. play a Dawn Star pony. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like so many kudos to Ian for inventing that whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Man, and that and that back and forth with Jason—that was ridiculous. Hmm. Okay, back to digging through. Like Frenchy pictures. <laughs> you know, hold on just a second. This is the thing I actually own. Oh, that didn't work. Sorry. That's bad. Oh, it did work. So it's supposed to be like a muzzle that, or that fly mask? A muzzle, yeah, that's what a muzzle is like for a uh, flat faced dog. Uh, it never even occurred to me. <laughs> Something yeah. I did. I learned something. <laughs> yeah, they can't wear a regular muzzle. A food bowl? A food bowl with an elastic strap? <laughs> no, it's like a full face mask. Oh, yeah. so it's the Hannibal Lecter shit. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly it. But Except our, it's like a mesh. The little Boston Terrier was eating everything in my daughter's room at night. So we made him sleep in that for a few days. <laughs> Dang, that's harsh. <laughs> I need to find the NPCs.
the Dawn Stars exist in Pugmire too. They just pervade everything forever. All right, well, I'm almost to the office, so I'll be uh, hopping out and then hopping back in once I get all the right. computer fired up. Okay. Yeah, we still, still got 20 minutes. We're, we're all right. <laughs> I, I put five not really good token options in the Discord, so. Hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of liking the checky one, mostly because it looks like he's smiling, and that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> It looks the most roguish of any of these I've found, actually. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. It's <laughs> it's kind of the best among not great options, because apparently no one wants to put a Frenchie in that kind of costume, which is a crime. Well, Dude, they've that, become... That dachshund. That dachshund is awesome. Yeah. Frenchies in Boston's get a lot of Yoda slash E.T. action for Halloween, so... Yeah. There we go. That'll work. It's I'm good with now. the Chucky. We can run with the Chucky costume. It's uploading. <laughs> this was actually interesting. I don't know what they did to that dog. Oh, yeah. Some, uh, uh, the old white, white mane paint. They do that on horses, too. Yeah. I like that. That would be a great for like a shaman, like a witch doctor. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> I've had an urge to play uh, to play a witch doctor, like where because uh, I, I, obviously they don't have that anymore, like they do in Pathfinder. They don't have that in Five E. I was looking at it as some way to do it with a, I think it was under a sorcerer, but where the arcane focus is actually a mask, you know, like a voodoo mask. Oh yeah. Oh, speaking of Jane, you're mentioning earlier like you had the book forever but never ran it. I'm that way with Shadowrun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have the Shadowrun core rulebook for fifth edition, I think, and I've read through it. I just haven't gotten around to running the game because the the plight of being DM means you're always forever and ever DM. <laughs> 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 Which because like no one wants to run a game. So it's up to me to like figure it all out. Uh, it seems interesting, but hell, just even just running for the show is a handful. Yeah, <laughs> especially since I got a full time job. See, I'm spoiled because the friends that I originally started playing tabletops with are sort of tangentially employed in gaming. So they they always play like a million different games. So when I started playing at the Patreon game, I had never actually played D&D. I had only ever played like 50 other tabletop games. So <laughs> I don't, 
I'm trying to remember if I've played Shadowrun. It's very cyberpunk sci-fi. Yeah. I think we played Numenera. That was sort of the post-cyberpunky. Yeah, but Shadowrun would be cool. It's a cool game. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's a thousand d6s though. Yes. Fortunately, Roll Twenty is set up for just plug and play into um, Roll Twenty or Shadowrun rather. So it's an easy one to pick up if you can. The whole system is just so divergent from my normal experience with d20 games that it's it's hard for my brain to click on it because I grew up with Dungeons and Dragons. My dad taught me second edition from a young age. Yeah, I found I have a hard time hopping around systems. I get things confused. It might actually be better if it wasn't like a couple D20 systems and maybe one of them was something totally different. But I stopped doing the Pugmire at home because it was just too close to D&D, but not exactly the same thing. And it was driving me crazy. Yeah, so. it's it's watered down <laughs> is what it is. But I kept I, wanting to use all the fifth edition stuff. I'm like, oh, this is different. I don't know. I know, right? Like, I mostly just want to run. Like, I just love the worlds. Like, I wouldn't be totally opposed to just keeping fifth edition, but just transpose the universe to fifth edition. That'd probably be an easier transition for me. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. I'm Hello. on my car phone. With my kiddo in the back seat. We're still so, on our way home. So, I'm safe. So is Mark. <laughs> Can they hear me? Uh, you, I don't know if they can hear you. Yes, we can hear you. Barely. Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> she just wants to be a part of things. Always. I like puppies. <laughs> I like puppies too. Correct. Maybe. So, uh, Ken, have you run Pugmire before? No. Nope. Okay. First time. So, none of us know what is entirely going on. I mean, I'm I'm an experienced DM, but Pugmire specifically is a little new. Yeah. <laughs> so, in terms of rules, we'll probably get some stuff gone done. But, hey, you know, it'll be fine. The only one who will be annoyed will be Abby. <laughs> and even then I'm not sure if she's following it that's a good question so um, were the bugs worked out on the streaming thing I have no idea okay I mean the, the individual streams run okay unless it's CJ <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's just the hosting is a little slow to pick up sometimes. I'm back. Hello. Wow, that's very different. Much much better sound quality. Well, it wasn't off of the Bluetooth in my truck. Well, yeah, that will make yeah, a difference. That's the current sound quality I'm working with. <laughs> More hellos. 
Barely. Barely. She's in the back seat. Obviously. Oh, yes. Only nine. I can't be in the front seat if I'm nine. Okay. <laughs> I'm still on my booster seat. Well, that's because you're nine and tiny. <laughs> My puppy has the same problem. <laughs> All right. So I don't see myself listed under the character list in Pugmire. Uh -oh. Yeah. I see um, Malachi, Princess Yosha, and Rufus. Okay. Um, I'm going to be. Logging on oh, like the actual character sheets aren't uploaded, so I wouldn't worry about that part. Oh. We're just focused on the tokens. Those are actually the dungeons and or do not resuscitate, not dungeons randomness. I'm not, I'm not them. <laughs> that those are like the do not resuscitate Pugmire characters. Oh, gotcha. So when scheduling fails, the idea is that we will run Pugmire as a bonus backup thing for fun. Nice. We haven't actually done that yet, but uh, it'll happen one day. We tell ourselves. Okay, so the plan is to have Roll20 open to roll dice, and then it's just manual add our modifiers. Yeah, well, yeah, mostly playing off of the character sheet, but the tokens are there for the audience as well as like for fun. Okay. And tracking so, like where we are. Okay, so we'll have a map there and It's yes. just going to be essentially playing at a table, except... Pretty much, Avery. yeah. Okay. So if you want to roll physical dice, or if you want to roll dice through roll 20, it's either is up to you. Looks like Mandy's okay. going through and just setting up a whole thing over there. <laughs> How do you remove a macro once you've written it? Um, If you open it, there will be a button at the very bottom to scroll down that says delete macro. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yes. They're fun. Because I realized I didn't give myself the proper modifiers in my character sheet. Oops. Oops. You can always just edit them. Yeah. I am not seeing our character sheets. The character sheets are in the Discord. Or not the Discord. Uh, Google Drive. Yeah, I just went to the 1G Drive. Maybe I went to the wrong one. It's uh, Theriacon 1? Yes. Which is under my Pugmire folder. <laughs> there we go. It was just slow to load. Yes, I had a moment of panic when I thought it wasn't it was filled blank. in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I thought that too. I was like, yeah, I know uh, Google Drive. It's like, eh. It's probably just slow to load. Not that big a deal. Don't need to panic. Yeah, it's all loaded in for me now. I can see everything. It's got a rapier and a crossbow. All right. Is that is that not pinned to the channel? Uh, probably not. Let me just post it again. Yeah, I'm with you, Mandy. I like macros, too. Um, when I'm ah, setting up on ah. Roll20, I go through all of the trouble of setting up like a hundred macros for every NPC and token. Jeez. So, so even while well, it's not literally a hundred, but if the idea is that for every combat session, I don't have to dig through a hundred pages. I can just click on the token and I will just have a list of things that I 
can click on and it will just it'll just roll the stuff for the enemy so that way combat in real time runs as smooth as possible because combat is very very easy to turn into a slog and i try my absolute best to avoid that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. nice very nice we appreciate that is beeping at me i don't want it to beep at me stop beeping at me okay um... i thought it was beeping at me (laughs) if you're talking about roll 20 or discord yeah, it's row 20. I have the background chat beep. I was like, I might want that. And I was like, no, I don't want that. It's it's beeping at me. Stop beeping at me. Nope. Yeah, the, at any moment that you are not looking at that chat, it will beep at you and that gets old fast. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're doing macros, like stop it, go away. Yeah. Or like me, if you're DM, you are more often than not looking at notes rather than the mm-hmm. table itself. So it's like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need that. Also, if I'm recording, I'm also recording system sounds. So I don't need that. <laughs> Beep, 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 beep. (laughs) Yeah, which all of this is recording. We're at like half an hour of of pregame. I'm the bull. I believe everyone has has control over the bull. Be the bull. (laughs) The bull was having a token with a health bar that is your fortune, I figured was the best way to track fortune on the table oh yeah 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 because oh that makes sense okay because otherwise like everyone if i had to just be like a background character sheet everyone would have to then reopen that character sheet and look at whatever block i had set for the fortune bowl and i figured it's just way easier to have it on the table so that way everyone can just see right there hey we've got two fortune in the bowl so if anyone makes a good pun or makes a cool character moment or has a badass move we can add to the fortune bowl and that's just fifth edition inspiration basically although pugmire has some extra skills that utilize fortune as well dave has one. Oh, i have a question um what is so the stamina dice is that just like in 5e with the um hit dice thing? yeah okay because there's something about Magic users can use it to get spell slots. Is that a thing? Yes. So mm-hmm. it's it's like a weird mashup of hit dice and sorcery points. Mm-mm. That's Pug- weird. Well, that's that's Pugmire as a whole. They took fifth edition and kind of mushed it down to reduce the number of rules as much as possible. But it's still fifth edition at its core. So like the stuff in there does translate loosely. <laughs> like with all the classes, like. Like, we don't have, like, sorcerer and wizard as separate things. You just have the the arcane uh, spellcaster and the Healy spellcaster. And all the breeds are, are like, f- flexible. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree with Pugmire's assessment that the Shiba Inu is the dexterity archetype. I I one hundred percent I one hundred percent believe that Shiba Inu should be the charisma. Uh, oh, that's true. They're so yeah, smart. Though. Totally I, would, I, would, I don't know. I'd put them as smart. They're so smart. Yeah, uh, I have a Shiba, and she's she's pretty smart. But like, they put pugs in the charisma base section. So like, the, I think the thinking is that these are the ones that are like super prim and proper and not terribly physical. They're just there to mm. be to be loved. And based mm-hmm. on the behavior of my Shiba specifically, 
she's a princess, <laughs> princess. <laughs> and she's offended if you treat her as anything less than <laughs> Oops, one of those pugs who has like 15 outfits. Yes. Speaking of Sheba's, <laughs> mine is right next to me at this moment. Hi, buddy. I'm, I'm going to post on the Discord in just a second. Oops, I have a button here. Why do I have a button? Uh, let's see. Ethericon. My start. game. Post picture. There we go. So that's Ami. She's snoozing right next to me. Hi, buddy. Oh, so cute. <laughs> she is the most photogenic, photogenic dog I have ever seen. I. It is impossible to take a bad photo of Ami. Oh. She's so stinking cute. There we go. Nice close up. Had to lean oh. lean over to get a close up picture of the dog. Sit. There we go. And this phone takes like oh. crazy beautiful like high resolution pictures. Although that one was a little blurry. So cute. Oh, look at that face. <laughs> <laughs> photogenic too. A little less photogenic, but still cute. <laughs> Why did you put me here? It's a very sad face. <laughs> he's there so he's not puking on the desk again. So <laughs> I don't want to be here. <laughs> Actually, he's behaving in there, which tells me he doesn't feel good. Because Aww. normally he would not lay down, and he's laying down mostly. He set up for me to take his picture. So Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> the other two are upstairs on the couch. So I don't have an upstairs yet, but I'll be moving in a couple weeks. I'll be having an upstairs soon. Oh. I live oh in God, New York. Like I have a room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be fair, I have three rooms. A kitchen and a bathroom and a room. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I did that for a while. Mandy, do you not like see all of the puppy corners that happen in the main Discord? <laughs> I do, but I usually catch the end of it, and then I'm like scroll up, and then I I get I get distracted, and then I only see like a little bit, and then I'm like, oh puppies, and then no puppies. Yeah, the and Discord will the the Discord will just occasionally explode with puppies. I will. Yeah, I'll I'll just do that now. I'll just grab the three or four most recent pictures I've taken of my dogs. Oh. <gasps> And then there's there's a Sam. So the German Shepherd is Cora. I love German Shepherds. Oh look at you! He's, look. What are you doing, buddy? Are you? He's hunting? he's snoozing. Snoozing. So, so that's Sam. He's a Whippet Chihuahua mix. Oh, so cute. I have very few pictures of him because he is being a Chihuahua. He's always cold. So he's always under blankets. So it's very hard to take a it's very hard to take a picture of him because he's never in the open. Or if he is, he frequently looks pathetic. Like he's always got his ears back and he's hunching over like like he's afraid someone's about to hit him. I don't think he's actually scared. That's just how he looks. He does look like he's got the like tail almost tucked over. It's like, 
Why are you scared, puppy? <gasps> Look at that face. So Look at those faces. So that most recent one of mine <laughs> is my sister-in-law's dog. Her name is Missile. It, it, does she fly like a missile? <laughs> is that why? Well, she she <laughs> is a pup. I don't know why they named her Missile. I would have named her Missy, but whatever. But in any case, she's some sort of like rescue mutt, and she's adorable. And then there's, I think, my favorite picture of Cora to date. Oh, God, I just want to snuggle so bad with that Cora. Uh, Cora snuggles all the time, and I love it. She's like 75 pounds, and... I I will I wake up in the middle of the night to have this gigantic dog just against my side, keeping me warm. It's wonderful. <laughs> I love giant puppies so bad. I want to just cuddle with them. <laughs> Cora loves to cuddle. She's wonderful. <laughs> Mostly because we taught her to how to cuddle from a very young age, and she had no choice in the matter. <laughs> it's like, it's like these people keep embracing me. I guess this is my wife now. Okay. Yeah, a, a, there was definitely some struggling at first, but uh, <laughs> like, uh, I want yeah. to be free. Yeah, now it's it's pretty standard fare where she'll hop up on the bed and just plop on my chest, and if I'm asleep, that means I wake up, but then I just pass back out again. Oh, <laughs> here's another very good picture of Cora. Way too big for this bed, but very cute, no less. <laughs> You, you don't quite fit, Cora. Come on, uh, she was fit. a bit younger in that picture. I'm sure you can tell. <laughs> this is mine. Don't she was like it. maybe a year at that point. What a love one. So happy. Uh, let's see. What else? <laughs> oh, also, big dog in small space. There's another one. <laughs> Okay, I'm hoping this sounds better. Oh yeah, sounds okay. great. Oh, oh okay. you kind of fits, but I don't think it'll close. Like it'll hit your your face, Bubba. <laughs> oh. Doggy butt. Oh, that's a butt. <laughs> that's a butt. That's even her butt is photogenic. <laughs> you can't see me. I can't see you. So you clearly. There's a glass door on the other side of that, so she's looking inside. Oh, of course. <laughs> she's got to see all the people going by and the squirrels, and she's got to bark at all of them. Mm -hmm. I'll get them. I'll get them. <laughs> the most saddest picture in the world. Oh, little moon shower. So cute. Look at that. Look at that face. Like, she doesn't like baths very much. Aww. She gets by, but... Mommy, Daddy, you're so mean. <laughs> you I forgot this about this. Me. Such a derp. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I've got... Like a really good picture of Ami wearing my headphones. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can find it. It's in here somewhere. Okay, why am I not seeing the roll twenty thing? The link, or I mean, we kind of flooded dog pictures. <laughs> no, I found the link. It's just not. Princess, you shook. Yes, so 
in the world of Pugmire, Yosha Pug is the is the princess of the main kingdom, the, the capital city of Pugmire, which is clearly named after her family line. Oh. Ellen mm. Donkey. Cats. <laughs> oh, okay. Got it to work. Yes, th this whole map is is incomplete. This is as <laughs> best known to dog kinds. And the fearful forest is like a mystical forest full of monsters and dangers and stuff. And on the other side of the forest are rumored to be the cat kingdom. Or they, they're not the cat kingdom. They're a coalition. The monarchies of Mao, which are a collective of various city-states that all have their own sovereign rulers. Because cats are independent. Well, dogs are very collective. They believe in the good of the whole. And, so and they believe... Man. Yes. So they believe very firmly that they must be good dogs. Be uh, good dogs. Yeah, it looks like everyone's in, except Irene is having trouble getting into... Oh, I see No, you're... I'm there. I'm there. Okay, you're good. You're good. Okay, yeah, we could probably start the stream now. Are we streaming too? Not yet. I think Div will start it here soon, or someone will start it. I don't know who's in charge of that. <laughs> Oh, I didn't. Uh, I can do it, I guess. Uh, uh, sure. Give me a minute. Hi, guys. So, are we going to be on Twitch? Yes. Ooh, Working on that I... now. Okay. Sorry. Peter, will ready. you handle Roll20 and Twitch? Hmm. I have no idea. I just know that I've never streamed before. And if I start streaming, I'll probably just have all my notes out there for the world to see. <laughs> oh, there it is. I found it. Found it. I found the picture I was trying to send. Ha, 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 ha. <gasps> Look how cute. Oh, Just so cute. I'm ready to that, record. That was my... <laughs> <laughs> ready to record the po podcast. That's me, actually. <laughs> that was my phone background for a while. So it was just such a As good it should picture. be. It's just such a good picture of her. <laughs> I love the camera on this phone. It's so good. I get ultra high res, beautiful pictures of my beautiful dogs. What kind of phone? Uh, Note 9. Ooh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, Galaxy Note 9. Very good. Very happy with it. More than anything in hindsight because of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> We've definitely hit the point that phones just kind of feel samey at this point, so bigger, better camera is good. Okay. I have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pictures of my dogs, as you can imagine. <laughs> With how stinking cute they are. Okay, it's live. Huzzah! Okay. Okay. People on the stream, let's see. Uh, let's see. So it looks like it's still looking at Warriors game on the Theracon, or are you on your own? Uh, yeah, it's on mine right now, because Warriors on the Theracon. Okay. So it should post in the Discord soonish. It's been lagging a little bit. Uh, I don't even know. Streaming? Well, I'll post in the general. Oh, general. 
Okay. Twitch bot should just do it. Okay, I don't know. I, I've muted like a vast majority of the Theriacon because everyone's talking about their own stuff. I'm like, I don't have time to keep up with everything. Yeah, it's getting <laughs> overwhelming. Yeah, for sure. It's so it's so much. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, quickly, let's see if everyone can get their names on their tokens. Everyone should have control over all tokens. I do not have names of characters to people yet because this is a one shot and I'm terrible with names anyway. Okay, token. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So do you want the character name first yes. and then us in parentheses or something? Uh, I mean that could work. I I think mostly just the character name is important. Okay. Because I tend to refer to people by character names. <laughs> All right. Cool, cool, cool. Except Thank for you. on on my show, Ian named his character Liam, and I occasionally get those mixed up. <laughs> and I swear he did that on purpose to mess with me. Leon, Leon, Ian, Liam. I never know. <laughs> yes, yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, I tried to put my name on there, and it when I go into settings, it says that it's on there, but it's not. Yeah, showing. I see it. Oh, you see, see it? it? Okay, so just I don't see it. Good enough. <laughs> That'll do. Um, it should all be visible for everyone. I see everybody else's names. I just don't see mine. <laughs> Weird. Huh. I, I don't see any reason for that. It, it should be visible to everybody. Oh, yeah, that's that's my area <laughs> Yeah, like all, all the checkboxes are checked. It should be fine. But all right. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, because I can you, see it if I look at settings. Huh. Weird. I need to blow my nose really quick. I'll be back. Boom. Oh, I've been muted for a while. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're just around. Yeah. I uh yeah, I think I think because where you started first, that'll be on the Theriacon thing. And unless like CJ changed it, but I don't really care. I don't think it matters too much. Um, but I did. I went over there and posted a link to this one, so people could watch both. Yeah, I saw on the general chat people had were posting like battle station setups where they <laughs> have yeah. the two two streams running in parallel, along That's with the Discord. Nice. Yeah, right. The, like, wow. Twitch bot finally posted that. So. Yes, I did see that. Okay, so it's like a, it's like a two minute delay. It's so weird. Yeah, like it's it's been lots of issues. So let's begin. We are running the one shot of Pugmire. This is exciting. So for for anyone listening to the record after the fact and anyone watching and unfamiliar, Pugmire is a separate system based heavily on fifth edition D&D where the whole world is occupied by uplifted dogs. Uh, humanity did used to exist in this world, but they are long gone for reasons unknown. And now everyone, all the dogs that are around, like now worship what used to be humanity. And they've dug up their artifacts, which are ancient pieces of technology that are as good as magic. Ooh, dog barking. It's very yes. in character. 
<laughs> my dog's name bark on occasion too. <laughs> so uh, we are running a one shot. I am the game master Ken for this game. And here today we have, uh, let's start with Dave with the barking dogs. <laughs> yeah, Dave muted because the barking dogs. Yeah, so I'm Dave and I'm playing uh, Chrono, which is the name of a dog that I used to have back in the day. Aww. And he is a cleric of the Church of Man and specifically a sect dedicated to Wyndham, Nathanson, and Nier, which uh, <laughs> are basically their three veterinarians that owned a, a vet's office. But um, anyway, <laughs> he wandered in there. And he he found some stuff, and he's he's done some weird things because of that that we'll talk about. But he the main feature that you notice about him is he wears one of those cone things all of the time, um, <laughs> because he he read in the vet's office that when dogs had behavior problems, which he had a few of, that one of the things they did to them was they fixed them. So he has fixed himself, and he wears this <gasps> cone all the time. So. Yeah. That's Chrono. So he is fixed in the eyes of men. Yeah. <laughs> All hail Bob Barker. <laughs> uh, next is Mark. Uh, my name is Mark, and I'll be playing Franco the Frenchie. Uh, Frenchie is a ratter, um, so it's it's what would now be considered a rogue character. Um, and uh, he's just uh, kind of a a suave uh, a suave little dog that thinks he's a lot bigger than he is. Perfect, uh, Joe. Hi, I'm Joe. I'm playing Sammy the Dachshund. Um, he is kind of mopey. Um, he's not a very happy dog, but he does still strive to be a good dog. Um, he spends a lot of time reading, and he's kind of above all of the other cares. Of these other dogs, for sure. Thinks he's better. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, 100%. 100%. Education? Right. <laughs> uh, Irene. Hi, I'm Irene. I will be playing Layla, the hunter. Uh, she is also a rogue-type character. A uh, little bit monster hunter. The bigger and scarier, the better. Uh, dead and preferably mounted on a wall. Um, also very tiny, but, um, don't mention it because her bite is worse than her bark. Small, but fierce. Yes. <laughs> uh, Mandy. Hi, this is Mandy and I'm playing Cider, the Bernese guardian. And she is a, uh, former soldier. Uh, she was became a soldier because she's so big and she's so strong that people are like, oh, you know, please protect us. And, you know, she's like, well, I, I got to do my best. So I, I'll protect my home. I'll protect, protect my people, even though I don't really like violence. But one day I will, I will retire to the ocean. I will be so happy and, and everybody will be safe because I have done my best. <laughs> and last, but certainly not least, Jane. Hi, uh, I'm Jane, and I'll be playing Spike Mutt, uh, who is um, a stray. So outside of the the normal dog society, they don't really have dogs. Generally, I guess have very strong family 
alliances, but the strays are kind of outside of that. So it's kind of the equivalent of a barbarian. Um, and he's very tough and not terribly smart, but he likes to think he is. He is wise, not smart. How's that? Street smart. <laughs> <laughs> and that is our group, our, our crew group. Man, I ma mashed those up. <laughs> our group. So, our group. So all of you are part of an organization known as the Royal Pioneers, which is basically an adventuring guild that's sanctioned by the crown. So everyone, uh, typically speaking, you're like mercenaries. You're hired to do odd jobs here and there, travel outside of the capital city of Pugmire, take care of monsters, rescue dogs, and generally like spread peace throughout the land. Not necessarily a policing force, but a get stuff done kind of force. And the your mentor in inside of the Royal Pioneers is a, a dog by the name of Pan Dachshund. He's he's a short, gruff little fella. He's been he's been around the block. He's a bit of an older dog, and he's pretty cynical about the world, but he still cares enough to to get new Royal Pioneers in around. Uh, Dave, I can hear clicky clack. <laughs> typey typey typey. Oh, sorry. I'm just trying yep. to. Uh, so the, so so all of you are are in the Royal Pioneers. Uh, allow me to switch to the map of. Let me update this. The map of the bar, known as the Wagging Tail, where all of you typically stay. The Wagging Tail is is the headquarters, but it's not exclusive to the Royal Pioneers, but. Typically speaking, no one other than Royal Pioneers are welcome. So it tends to be a rough crowd. And the Wagging Tail is a otherwise pretty friendly place where everyone can sit and drink out of out of uh, ale bowls because you can't drink out of mugs with a, with a long snout. Pugs can and Frenchies can, but uh, dogs without flat faces tend to just make a terrible mess. So it, everyone is generally amiable, and this is the place that jobs generally get disseminated. So everyone's sitting at the table with your mentor, and it's around evening time, and you're just having some drinks, having a good time. And Pan will pull out a, a piece of paper, and he'll start to read from it, stating that he has a new job. Let's everyone get settled in and everything. All right. So I got a new job for all of you. We've got some very disturbing reports that there have been uh, sightings of demonic activity in the fearful forest. It's not the first time this has happened and it's been worse before, but we've learned from history that if we don't nip this in the butt right away, this is going to, it's going to get out of paw. We we can't let this stand. <laughs> Did you say nip this in the butt? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this the slang in this is a little different. <laughs> so I decided this is the kind of job that a lot of you can take out on your own. Demons are nothing to mess with, but I think you guys can handle it. 
I'm a little old to be chasing after the unseen. And he looks around the the bar. The unseen in dog culture are the demons that dogs have defended man against since time in memoriam. In the old days, the dog kind would bark outside of windows and doors at the unseen, these unknown entities. And man would never pay attention to them. They never knew what they were barking at. <laughs> but but they know. They knew that there were demons and dog kind was defending against them. And there have been sightings of the unseen uh, in the fearful forest, the area teeming with monsters and magic and unknown entities. The unseen have been known to possess dogs even. So yeah, got to keep your eye out because it is the unseen that makes a good dog a bad dog. So. So like with the unseen. Yes. How does one take take care of one? How does one like eliminate an unseen? Unfortunately, typically speaking, you have to kill it either with right. magic or with silver weapons, or if it's possessing a dog, you have to kill the dog. Mm. Okay. It's unfortunate, but it's a it's a tough reality in this world. So you have to discuss like a, a plan of action. Who do you want to like gather some some stuff? Uh, figure out what your abilities are. What what are you, what are you planning? Or are you just gonna run into the forest? Well, I don't have any silver weapons. <laughs> And I don't have magic. So... Yep. I don't know. Is there a place to get silver weapons? Uh, there are shops around. Silver's not terribly common, and it is kind of expensive. But you can get it. But you are also in the, in the headquarters of the Royal Pioneers. So there's, there's uh, possibly some connections to be made here. I think I think Franco would uh, would kind of sit up a little bit. Mr. Pan, Mr. Pan, uh, we are prepared to take on this mission, but we may be served by some better equipment. Do we have and, and access? Pan nods a bit. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That, that we could um, borrow and bring back when we complete this. Most noble task. Yes. Um, unfortunately, I can't get you much, but I can get you each a silver dagger. Um, they're not cheap, so I expect you to bring them back. And if, if you die out there, I expect whoever survives to bring it back. Otherwise, you'll owe me. Most appreciated. Fair enough. Is it sharp enough to cut off its head? Um, and he... he, he pulls out the one he has on him and it's like a good like four inches long not it's basically a pocket knife <laughs> um you could but it would it'd be a, a bit of a chore okay we'll kill it with the silver then i can cut off its head yes i like that thinking that's very good excellent and so he'll he'll pull out his the one he pulled out and slam it into the table point first and it sticks to the table and he says hold on and he runs over to the bar and <laughs> from a distance the the person manning the bar uh they get into a bit of a scuffle and <laughs> the bartender's pointing at the table like come on man why why'd you damage the table 
And of course, Pan isn't having any of it. You can hear him yelling, going, I don't care. Just get me what I need. <laughs> and after a few minutes of, of yelling and fighting and back and forth, the, the bartender just throws his hands up and says, ah, fine. And he reaches under, under the counter, uh, shuffling around some stuff and pulls out a little case with a row of, of daggers, one for each of you. And Pan will, will pull one out, stick one in his sheath, then walk over and says, hey, here you go. It's uh, pretty much the best we can do. Swords and arrowheads are uh, too valuable to give on a, a, frankly, suicide mission like this. A what? Ah, don't worry about it. You'll be fine. <laughs> Every... <laughs> missions that aren't suicide missions aren't worth doing. Every mission I've ever done in my life has been a suicide mission, and I'm still here. Well, uh, are they really suicide missions, then? Yeah, waves a hand, like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Good right. dogs never commit suicide. Well, we no. Correct. See? You get it. Even if the fight is hopeless, and the odds are against you, and the force you're fighting is overwhelming, you fight on anyway. And Spike just sort of tilts his head as if that's just, no, you fight. When you fight, you fight. Yes, even when it's hopeless. <laughs> so all of you add one silver dagger. It'll have the, the normal stats of a dagger, which I believe is a D4 damage. Yes. Yeah. So nothing special, but it, it's, it's something to add to your arsenal for this mission. So then, do you, it's evening time, so you want to spend the night just drinking away, getting to know each other a little more, and then go in the morning, or do you want to go on a night mission? Um, I, I think before we got to talk about that, like immediately after Pan kind of got angry and like, or when he stabbed the dagger in there and they started fighting and stuff, like once things calmed down a little bit, uh, Chrono would just walk over kind of quietly and hand him a little flyer that I'm sure he's handed to him like 50 times before that <laughs> has like some information about the benefits of neutering and like a, a meeting <laughs> that they have on like Wednesday nights. And uh, yeah, he's just going to silently hand him that and like, you know, in, in Wyndham we trust or something like that. And, yep, <laughs> uh, and into a group therapy session. Yes. So at the first time you gave that flyer to him, he read it and took you seriously, but was disgusted at the very notion. At this point, it's been so many times. He just rolls his eyes and says, yeah, okay, maybe one of these times and, <laughs> and puts it under the counter. You probably know he's going to throw it away, but you're doing your due diligence. <laughs> yeah. And then I think, I think maybe while other people are talking and stuff, he might have some kind of like prayers that he's going to do before this mission that's coming up. So he might be kind of quietly in a corner, just like praying to the, the different saints, the veterinarians that he has, um, hoping for a, a safe mission and defeat of the, the unseen. So <laughs> bless us in, in our mission. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What, what does everyone else do? So, uh, what do y'all do? What are you good at? I hit things hard. 
I take hits, yeah. so you just leave me up front, and I, I'll take all the hits. So, you guys, you guys can do what you need to do. Okay. Well, I'm better with a crossbow, so I like to stay near the back, but I like to hit things and then cut off their heads for trophies. Does anyone mind if I take the head? Can I call dibs now? Not particularly. Great, and it will be a pleasure working with you. I am well known back in, in my home, but uh, here I, I, I work for the honor of Pugmire, and I can get into most places. Oh, well, you'll be good to have around then. Is that because you can reach door handles? Unfortunately, no. But oh. there is always a way. Yeah, you bite the handle off. Grappling hook. Mm. <laughs> that word is very long. I don't know what that means. <laughs> grappling paw. Thing. It is grappling paw. Spike, don't do multisyllabic words. Yeah, Spike just <laughs> head tilt. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Always with head tilts. Ah. Yes. I love it. <laughs> I had a long nap today, so if you want to go now, I can go now. And wags his tail a little. Uh, it, Pan will look and say, um, I would recommend against a night mission. The Fearful Forest is very, very dangerous. I mean, I've but unseen it. is unseen. Yes. Dark and, and light mean, don't matter. Nah, dark definitely matters in the fearful forest. I mean, I've done it because I mean I've been around, but you're you're all, all a bunch of pups, basically. Let's not that's a very bad idea. I mean you can. Well it's not but, the unseen things we need to worry about, it's everything that comes out at night that we can see or couldn't see. But we could oh. see if it was light. And the unseen. Both. I think it's best to Get a good night's rest. Get some some good food, and you know, do our our last bits here, and then we'll take off in the morning. Yeah, let me tell you. One time, I was in the fearful forest in the middle of the night, and four spiders came out, two feral hounds, and an unseen. Barely got out with my skin. But I took care of it. Wow, that's real cool. Yeah, lost a good friend that day. I could have maybe gotten the spiders and one of the hounds, but that's a lot, even for me. Oh, yeah. It's rough at night. You never know how many feral hounds you'll find and demons and huh, cats. Ugh, I don't like cats. Ugh. So, see my necklace? That's all the cats I've killed. That might only take their ears because their faces are so ugly. <laughs> how? What what is the necklace? It is a necklace threaded full of cat ears. Oh jeez. That's mm -hmm. grim. It's <laughs> Boy, you're scary for such a little thing. What did you call me? Sorry? I'm not little. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. No, uh, no. Yeah. Fighting spirit is great in this one. <laughs> Big on the inside. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's that's hardcore, even for me. 
Yeah, he'd probably be fine, actually. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Like I, I trust you. might be very there. small cat ears. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll trust you guys can take care of this. I'm going to turn in for the night. And he, he gets up from the table and wanders off out of the building. It doesn't really matter to me if we go in the day or at night, but we should probably decide what we're doing pretty soon. Maybe best go in the morning. We're we're here in the bar. Let's enjoy enjoy ourselves, and then we can we can uh, you know get a good night's sleep. It's always best to tackle a. You know, an adventure, fully rested, and then we'll um, we'll go and protect the forest. We'll we'll cleanse it, and good dogs. <laughs> good dogs. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, barkeeper, can we have more bowls of ale? And uh, yeah, absolutely. And the barkeeper will will come up and you trade plastic coins for bowls of ale. The currency is plastic, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, you have a rowdy night of drinking. How hard does everyone drink before you head to bed? <laughs> Layla maybe has one bowl and then uh, walks around in a circle a couple times and just falls asleep <laughs> under the table. Uh, Sammy's probably going to get drunk as hell because he thinks he can handle it, um, even if he can't. That's the spirit. He's cocky enough that he's pretty sure he can make it happen. <laughs> and Spike will just sort of look at him and drink a lot. You know, like, his bowl is, like, twice as big. Well, maybe not twice as big as cider's, but... It's a hefty bowl. It's a hefty bowl. He's a big dog. Cider is sticking to milk. Just like, you guys enjoy yourself, but must keep focused. Gotta stay in the zone. The beer is good for focus. So It, it makes your head hurt. <laughs> and when your head hurts, you pay more attention. <laughs> <laughs> I like that logic. That's a philosophy. Hmm. Chrono 100% does not drink anything, but if you notice a couple of them were drinking a lot, like Sammy, for example. I don't remember who else said they were drinking a lot. But um, just before like everybody like left the bar, he would cast Lesser Restoration on the couple of them that just way overdid it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Pure Sammy will need it more than Spike. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it just all, like Sammy's not very big. I'm sure it all went to... <laughs> Went right to him. Yeah, my my in laws had a dachshund that used to chug root beers. So oh, I'm <laughs> imagining a similar situation. So, so so the funny thing that my dog does, the big German shepherd, she loves spicy food so much. So like if we're having like chicken wings, like buffalo wings, like after we throw away the bones, she really wants the buffalo sauce at the bottom of the bowl. And even though it makes her eyes run and tear up, she can't help herself. She loves the spicy food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
What a silly. So it looks like she's crying and in pain, but she's like, like absolutely will do anything for more spicy sauce. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, there are humans who do the same. So, uh, yeah, I know a couple. I, <laughs> I, I can't imagine the the need Ice to board. hate yourself that much. <laughs> so all of you go to your various places of rest, have a good night's sleep, and bright and early in the morning, you go on your journey. So. The city of Pugmire is surrounded by a big stone wall, which I can go to the... Or we're already on the main map. So the map, as, as you can imply from looking at this, is surrounded by a big stone wall. It was built in a swamp. So that's what that uh, dark gray part of the map is. Pugmire, through the strength and willpower of dog kinds, built up this castle on top of a swamp. And it is now surrounded by a bit of a moat the river running alongside pugmire cannot be swam it all of the water in pugmire is unsafely acidic like they have to capture rainwater but all of the flowing water is polluted and you if you touch it it'll hurt you fortunately dogs have long since discovered a one of the many gifts of mankind plastic so they mine plastic out of the ground and they build plastic boats and the plastic boats do not degrade in the acid. And that is how you safely travel from ac across the river. So going to the port, there's lots of boats just ferrying back and forth between Puckmire and Mutt Town. And Mutt Town is where dogs like Spike Mutt, who want to be independent, end up, but also criminals, bad dogs. So it's a bit of a, you know, bit of a sketchy place. But still, there is trade between Pugmire and Mutt Town. So pretty straightforward, uneventfully. You all take a boat straight to Mutt Town. And it's... Remember Pirates of the Caribbean when <laughs> you, you end up at Tortuga for the first time and it's just it's just a hellhole? <laughs> if, yep. if you've never been to Mutt Town before, it feels very much like that. To Spike, <laughs> it feels like home because that's where you're truly free. But to the people who've never been before, this is where the bad dogs go. This is not a safe place. It's early in the morning, so it's probably calm, but the streets are dirty and there's bottles everywhere <laughs> and there's just people passed out on the street and the houses are not in the best condition. It's just... That's a good question. Who here has never been to Muttown before? Uh, I, Sammy absolutely has never gone there. Yeah, sure. I, yeah not uh, Cider. I think Chrono spins at least one day a week there on the street, like one of those street corner preacher guys <laughs> with his, his flyers and some sermons. So he's definitely been there. They may not like him at all. Like they might throw things at him actually, but I don't know the reaction. But... Well, it is early in the morning, so the reactions at the moment are pretty minimal. <laughs> Yeah, Spike, of course, has been there, so he's happy to show people around and say, it only looks scary, but the people are really nice. <coughs> they just don't have lots of plastic. <laughs> so, Mutttown... Layla's is... a free, free dog as well, so she has certainly been here. Yeah, she, she enjoys nature in the forest. It's frankly, perfectly... I would just follow uh, Spike and Layla around, just kind of like 
listening, trying to gleam any useful information out of it because <clears throat> him being fairly new to Pugmire, this is this would be his first time into Mutt Town. Yeah, and Pugmire Pugmire is like this the sprawling city. This is like a shanty town by comparison. So you have all made it over to Mutt Town. Uh, this is the beginning of your journey for your job into the fearful forest. Um, you don't know too much other than there has been some demonic activity. Spike and Layla would probably have a chance of guessing where this could go. But odds are you're going to have to wander through the forest semi-randomly for the time being. Um, would I know anyone in town in Mutt Town, who might be able to give us more specific information? Um, Less known. Yeah, like, uh, even like town gossip or something? Yes, about... there there are a couple dogs who are pretty well-known gossipers and information brokers. Um, it's actually a couple rats that do that, too. And uh, rats aren't really welcome in Pugmire. And rats aren't really welcome in Mutt Town either, to be honest. But they have their uses. There's there's some very strong biases against rats because they're they have a reputation for being sneaky and backstabby. But you you can pretty reliably get information in exchange for food or coin. Okay. Well um, I think Franco, if uh are you were you getting ready to come to go talk to one of the one of the rats for some information? Well, I'm I'm definitely gonna suggest it to say, like, ugh, there are these rat guys who usually know what's going on, but bleh. I could probably just eat one, but I think if we give them food or something, they might tell us something. Yes, I, I do not think that eating them will help give us the information, but I would be happy to talk to them. I, I just point me in the direction. And I'll point like underneath a stoop. I think one lives under there, you know, because that's the bar. And so they drink the ale that drips through the floor. Very resourceful. I like these. Oh, you know Frankie too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't like him. He smells kind of funny. He bit my <laughs> paw once. Oh, I'm sorry. It was my fault I stepped on his tail. Oh, well then. <laughs> I take it back. That was silly. Yeah. Frankie's a little too fond of that tail. Yeah. So I think Franco would go Even over if he is attached to it. <laughs> All right, let's add one to the fortune bowl. <laughs> all right uh is everyone gonna crawl in like cram into a crawl space or is spike or layla gonna try and cram in there uh, I, I was gonna go in there and talk to them chrono is not going he uh he's kind of a dog supremacist like <laughs> dogs wow. are like the the only good animals like that was pretty clear in the teachings. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Layla's already kind of on on all four paws, kind of bent and kind of crawling towards the sticker head. 
Frankie, hey, Frankie, I need to talk to you. Uh, Chrono is definitely not alone in that viewpoint, by the way. Um, <laughs> so Layla pokes her head in under into this crawl space under the bar. And it, you, as you know, but others have not seen before, the crawl space is like any other crawl space. It's really, really short, even for a small dog such as yourself. And rats are even smaller than small dogs. Um, he, you know, he's like a foot and a half tall. And he's just on his bedroll, conked out. He's wearing nothing but some ratty pants. And he's just snoring away on the floor. Just... Frankie! Wake uh, up! Yeah, uh, what? Uh, it's Layla. I need to talk he, to you. And he rolls over. His eyes are all squinty at the lights in the opening to his little cave. And he's like, it's too early. What do you want? I'm with a group and we're on a secret special mission. We need your help. Uh, we just Carl. need some gossip. Okay. Um. The the bartender is started sleeping with the that other lady. No, 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 not you. <laughs> not that kind of gossip. Come no. out! I I can barely breathe with my head stuck in this hole. Come out and talk to us. Uh, and he'll 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 roll over and start slowly crawling, and he he makes it out and leans against the side of the building. He's just sitting. He doesn't even bother standing. All right, what do you want? The squeaky. <laughs> <laughs> good, good morning. He just looks Mr. at the whole party Mr. like. Frankie. Good, good morning. Um, we have heard rumors of demonic activity and thought you, in your ability to hear things that normally go unheard, may know something. Huh? Oh. Yeah, I, I did hear a few things like that, but. I didn't think it was demons. Well, it might have been demons. It, people get real sloshy when they drink. And he, he makes eye contact like, you know, maybe you can jog my memory. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps uh, a, a piece of plastic to buy you your next drink would be in order. Nah, I don't drink. Or a bit of kibble. What do you take me for? I take you for a rat. Oh, yeah, I see how it is. Oh, all rats, they just drink, and they just drink rocks. <laughs> they eat rocks, and they ju- they're all, like, skeevy. Says racism. Unacceptable. You what like- would make Mr. Frankie happy? I mean, if you give me something shiny... Something <laughs> shiny? We, we may be able to make this happen. And he folds his arm and he waits. So Franco's going to reach into his, uh, his purse <clears throat> and pull out um, uh, a signet ring that he's carrying. But he wasn't Ooh. wearing it. He's going to say, what, uh, what would this get me for information? Uh, he's, oh, let me inspect. All right. And I would hand it over to him. All right. He, he takes it and he... he peers at it really closely and he sniffs it a little bit gives it a little lick oh yeah that's legit um yeah that'll, that'll buy you some information what do you need 
we need to know about mysterious happenings in the forest that would uh, bring up ideas of demonic activity. Um, yeah, I've heard a few things like that. Uh, the last few days, some dogs have been coming into the bar and uh, crying about l- losing some dogs to uh, to demons. Um, I guess one or two of them, based on what they're talking about, got possessed by some unseen, went a little crazy. I don't know if I buy that stuff, you know, that could be. I think some dogs just get fed up with dealing with other dogs and want to go live in the woods somewhere, which I get, right? You know, living around dogs too much can get on your nerves a bit. But, you know, I don't know about the demon stuff, but that's what I've been hearing. Could you uh, mark this on our map? Uh, yeah. And so you've got like a rough map of this, of the Pugmire area. It's not super specific, but he draws draw on the map. He says, uh, yeah, I think it's about like a day's hike north. Okay. Roll 20. You're going to just give me green on a green map. That's no good. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know why you default to green. Let's pick something way more clear. Like, uh, how about this nice teal? There we go. How about that? Boom. Uh, X does mark the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, around that area, there's... I know there's some ruins up in that area. Some old... Uh, some old man ruins. Um, they've long since been explored, but, you know, stuff pops up from there from time to time. There might be some artifacts from the old days that got missed. Never know. If anything else comes to mind, please... Let us know. Uh, I'm not finding you. You'll have to find me. Understood. And he, if that'll be all, ladies, gents, and he'll turn around, crawl back into his little cave and lay back on his bedroll and almost immediately start snoring if no one stops him. Thanks, Frankie. Uh, Yeah, you got it. Close the door on your way out. And I, f- I feel like during that conversation, Chrono and Sammy were probably hanging out elsewhere. Just like Sammy's just like, well, I have to hang out with Chrono because I don't want to see this rat. So and he's probably getting preached at a little bit. Yeah, I, th- I think Chrono gave you some flyers and yeah. we've been handing them out <laughs> around town. Um, but I, I did have a question. Um, is there anything that Chrono would know, like his religious stance on the demons? Like, uh, do they believe certainly. in the demons? Is there yeah, the, the, uh, the unseen are 100% a real thing, and they have been known to possess dogs, but they also take form in the form of independent spirits, and they will attack dogs. Okay, would he the know unseen. anything about like defeating them, or like I'm not sure he 100% believes the information they got earlier about silver and magic and stuff like that? Um, yeah, well, that, that's a that's the conventional wisdom generally is that silver weapons and like holy damage, like radiant damage will affect the unseen. OK. Then I guess I wouldn't have anything extra to share. I was wondering if he had any little tidbits, but I don't think he does. So uh, probably not. No, other than the fact that, like, I suppose the main difference is that not everyone thinks of the unseen in the same way, but shepherds like 100%, like the unseen are very real demons and they do affect things and they need to be dealt with. Um, now I have a few skills. Um, 
here. I know. Is it possible I give some historical records of demons being taken care of? And those, do those historical records match up with the conventional magic and silver weapons? Uh, yes, feel free to roll for that. Okay. I don't know how to roll for it. I just know I have a skill. Yeah, it would be D20. <laughs> if you have the skill, you add your proficiency. Okay. And I don't know about ability modifiers as much. Because wow. I don't have much experience in Pugmire. <laughs> 17 plus proficiency is 19. I would think it would add my intelligence, but I don't know if it matters. Um, Probably. Yeah, intelligence would make sense. So, which, which trick are you trying to use? I've got the I've got the rule book open on my other screen. Uh, like history uh, knowledge. Yeah, no history. Okay. That just means add proficiency is all that means. Okay, so there's no ability modifiers. Simpler so, math. So there might be. I I don't know. I'm not saying that. It's just you get to add proficiency to it too. That's all the no, the no arcana, no history, no religion. Those are just the ones you get to add proficiency on top. So yeah, it's one of the intelligence ones. So yeah. So, yeah, so intelligence it. modifier plus proficiency modifier. Okay, so pretty similar to D&D in that regard. Yeah. All right, so that's twenty twenty-two. Twenty-two total. Okay, so yes, there in the church's records for, for the shepherds of man, yeah, yeah, there are many records of exactly that happening. This is how the conventional wisdom came about, where some adventuring dogs, <laughs> some adventuring dogs in the past, they have gone through. They they've come across the unseen. They they have found that silver weapons do affect the unseen, especially when they're in pure spirit form. The the only issue, the only gap in the records is there's really no way to know, or there's no records of successfully removing the unseen from a dog without, at the at bare minimum, severely harming the dog. All right, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, if we were gonna, if we were gonna be leaving the area where where Frankie was before we left, uh, I just want to kind of take a peek and assess what's the likelihood of me being able to steal the ring back from him while he's asleep. Hey. Um. Not great. He's he's in a crawl space under a building, so it's really short, and he's pretty far back. He's away from the door, so you'd have to open it without waking him, crawl all the way across without waking him, and then take it from his pocket. So, like, that's... Okay, uh, I'll, I'll plan on doing it the next time when I come back. I'll steal yeah. it back from him then. Possible, but tough. Nope, good enough. Thank you. Would it have been obvious that you were, like, thinking about that, or, like, trying to examine how to get in there or anything? Because I think Chrono would have a response if he could tell that you were thinking about stealing that back. Um, he probably would have been staring at the, staring at the door and thinking about it pretty obviously. Yeah. So I think Chrono would just put a paw on your back and say, uh, no, no, son, we, we don't do that. That's not what a good boy does. And hands you a pamphlet. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you misunderstand. You misunderstand. I... I simply want to remember what it is. It was family heirloom. Um, take the pamphlet and and very obviously put it in his pouch. 
just just uh, come to come to the next meeting. We will discuss this. So that's good. <laughs> so has, has everyone gotten back together now? Sounds like we're all in the same yes, area. I think so. Yeah. So uh, we have an area on the map. We can follow it, and uh, hopefully, we can be done with this before the next nap. Um. So for traveling through the forest, let's have Spike and Layla both roll for like a no nature. Okay, I have no nature as a skill. Yes, so that's okay. d20 plus intelligence plus proficiency. Oh, dear. Seven. Oh. Is that seven total? Yes. <laughs> what about My intelligence is a negative one. Oof. <laughs> and I rolled a five. Oof. Yeah. I'm going to change dice. <laughs> Bad die. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one roll. All right, second roll. So both Spike and Layla need to roll. Oh, me too? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Because you, you've been in the woods, you've been in the area, you get a chance. Ah. Uh, so nature is intelligence? Uh, yeah. Uh, Unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why is it that the only two... <laughs> I guess you, you Squirrel! Don't... Yeah. Squirrel! Bye! <laughs> Yeah, okay, a nine. nine. Uh, yeah, wait. When Frankie mentioned offhandedly that, like, oh, yeah, there's some there's some human ruins over there, um, like, that may ring a bell, but the trails between here and there are a total blur. You may have seen it once or twice, but the, the path isn't <laughs> necessarily well known. So you will have to wander through the woods and who wants to roll a flat d20 for a random encounter let's see who hasn't rolled yet there you go mark's on top mm -hmm. uh, 16 that's barely enough so for <laughs> what barely enough is good enough 16 well, cats <laughs> so let me at him let me at him let's move to a little uh, filler place you so all of you are wandering around the forest going in the vague direction that you know you're supposed to be going to to find this the space and after about like four or five hours of hiking you hear a howl in the woods an unnatural howl this is not just a dog this is this is like so, there's something else going on. Um, how do you react to the noise? Uh oh. That sounded big. 
Better immediately goes, uh, has probably been walking up front, but immediately like brings her sh shield up and just like, keep an eye out. I, do you hear that? Yeah, and Spike, the hackles go up on the back of his neck and he starts to growl and he's like, rrr, rrr. all right, so you arrange yourselves accordingly for, for an encounter. I think and if there was. Franco is going to attempt to smell the unseen. Ooh, is that an ability you have? It is. Ooh, absolutely. It, so, oh, how does that work? Is that another like skill you roll, or is this like a, a activated so, ability of some kind? Uh, with the successful wisdom check, difficulty equal to ten plus the target's wisdom modifier, uh, the dog can smell the presence of any objects or beings that are invisible within the range of vision, as if they were normally visible. Okay, um, so. Roll a d20 for, yeah, roll, roll wisdom. Right. Or it's, yeah, wisdom check against their wisdom. Is that if I heard uh, you right? Uh, yes. All right. Seems like it, yeah, basically. <laughs> and so let's see, that's with my wisdom modifier. What do we got? Oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> the difficulty is 12. Eight. The fat fl flat face is at work. I rolled a four. <laughs> well, unfortunately, that doesn't that doesn't meet the difficulty check. So, uh, so you, like you catch whiffs, but not nothing definitive. Um, Layla would like to climb a tree. <laughs> Ooh, absolutely! You are in a forest. How about that one? Okay, so you you climb a nearby tree. And you're mm -hmm. going to try and perceive from there? Yes. Okay. Roll. Do you want me to roll dex or athletics or something? I guess dex. Nah, it, it, you're not like trying to quickly scramble up a tree. Okay. I'll, I'll just let you climb up the tree without too much difficulty. Okay. The, and uh, then the notice? Yes. Okay. Notice is one of my skills. So... 15 plus 6, 21. Oh, absolutely. Uh, just around the corner, uh, from ground level, it was just out of view. But from here, you can clearly see there are a couple uh, demons, dogs, that are glowing with unseen energy. And one's floating around and one's walking and barking and howling. I relay that to the rest of the group. I think Guys, there's some big scary demon dogs. Yes, something was not right, but I could not tell for sure. So I think Chrono would demon dogs. I think Chrono would quickly like close his eyes and mutter a little prayer and then say, uh, "May near guide our blows and cast uh, blessed." On Spike and Cider and Layla, I can do three creatures in a certain range. Ooh. Cool. So they get an bless, extra, uh, extra D4. D4 on your next attack or ability. Okay. Okie dokie. Is that one and done, or is that just active for the duration? It's concentration for a minute, and they just get to use it once, though, and then it okay. goes away. And it's a cantrip for me, so I just get to keep doing that. Nice. nice. Yeah, Very so you cool. just Keep being the support from there. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, do we have to decide ahead of time that we're going to use it, or do we roll 
and then decide whether we want you, a plus. It, it only works on the next one, and you have to use it, or it's just gone. So Okay. Oh. Okay, so it's more like guidance in 5e. Got it. Yeah, so it's not like a, a yeah, choose gotcha. to use it situation. Yep. Understood. Okay. All right, so uh, the demons have not noticed you at this point, so there was a bless. Any other actions before you want to get their attention? Um, I will go into a rage. I would like to throw a fireball. <laughs> I would like to shoot an arrow. Okay. All right, so uh, let's start with the fireball. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, All good things start with fireballs. Um, they make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, yeah, My let me do that. DC is 14. Um, they both fail. Excellent. Cool. That is 66, I believe. Let me double check. Yeah. Brutals of damage. Two, six, eight, 11, 14, and 20. <laughs> 20 damage. So, yeah. so Sammy just, he has this sort of strange looking contraption on his back, and he just goes down on all fours and out of the top of this rocket on his back shoots out <laughs> this fireball. <laughs> right That's amazing. <laughs> I gotta hit me one of those. Do they come in extra small? <laughs> that is enough damage to kill these two demons outright. So... <laughs> The fireball <laughs> flies towards them, and before they even know what hits them, they are burnt to a crisp, and you set a small portion of the forest on fire surrounding them. And they are just, boom, red X on roll 20, dead. <laughs> right. Good dog, Sammy. Good dog. Good dog. Yeah, I'm pretty good at that. I'll get back up. And the, the fires, uh, uh, Sammy, roll a d20 to roll for combustibility of the forest. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> How long since the last rain? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I rolled a 15. 15. Okay, so not terribly combustible. High is good. So it, That's good. You, you torch a good go chunk. On so it. Some of the leaves do catch, but yeah, it's rained relatively recently this will smolder for quite a while and there will be a new uh fresh patch of clearing for new new forest life to crop up <laughs> <laughs> so beyond that it's the circle of life <laughs> i feel like franco would go up and uh and just go ahead and water the ground that's smoldering over by them it, yeah, it's your your moral duty to make sure exactly. <laughs> it doesn't get out of hand. <laughs> so yeah, beyond is, that, go on. Um, do they leave anything behind? 
Not after that fireball. Okay. <laughs> Just a couple um, cri- crispy corpses. Yeah. Um, Spike is going to use, I guess, survive. I think that's the tracking one to yes. see like, if there's other tracks or if there are more of them or we can see where they came from. Because demon dogs and unseen seem like they would go together. Um. Well, demon dogs are absolutely possessed by the unseen, so they uh, they do go together. So this, um, yeah, roll, roll survive, and we'll see if you can find where they came from. Okay, so can I assist? Uh, yes, I have survive as a skill. Perfect. So yes, advantage. Okay. Well, good. Roll again. Uh-huh. And we'll see. Or do you want me to roll separately? Oh, man. (laughs) Assist grants advantage. All right. Well, Well, 12. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty lackluster. 12 is good enough that um, it's a little difficult. They're faint. But you definitely do see that they were heading kind of where you are, like, from a northeast direction and because of this clearing it took you a little bit but you found eventually like a, a deer trail and you can follow that pretty easily and see where that goes hey I think they came from over here and I'll point you know with my front paw oh I guess <laughs> we stand up don't we so yeah I'll you have point. hands that's just weird but okay <laughs> do we have opposable thumbs Yes. Yes. Cool. You can like okay. hold weapons and stuff. Okay, that makes more sense as to how I use a crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> Good job finding that. Hey, I guess we're on the right track. Uh, shall we keep heading in that direction? I suppose that's the only way to go. <laughs> Let's continue on. Good job. So you follow this deer trail for quite a while, and as you're going along, this this trail like loot like meanders and slaloms left and right, and it, it, to Layla and Spike, this is starting to look a little familiar, actually, because you had been to that name location once or twice before, and this deer trail is probably how you got there. But because of the way it, like it forks and and wanders around back and forth, it makes sense in hindsight how you could like lose track of where you had been but this trail leads directly to an old human ruin which at this point amounts to a pile of stone that leads down into um like a little network underground oh i've been here could i roll a no history to to see if i had maybe heard anything about this while i was hanging out in bugmire Sure. Unless, uh, Kronos, do you want to do that? Uh, well, Chrono could roll to see if he read about this ruins, but he doesn't really talk, like, gossip with people very much, so it'd pretty much just be if, if there's, like, a book that would have had something to do with these ruins and maybe describing them. So, uh, yes. If, if anything of note was found, there's probably, there's definitely a written record somewhere. Okay, so he has the voracious learner trick, so he gets advantage on intelligence checks for things that he's read or heard. And then 
he has no history, so I get proficiency too. So, and then uh, I, can I assist since I know history also. Well, it's already advantage, so yeah, you can't oh, get right, double advantage. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't roll great, but it's still an eighteen by the time you add all the pluses and stuff. Nice, yeah, eight. So eighteen is definitely more than enough to note that way back in the day, in the like kind of the early days, um, and an artifact was found here in this ruin and an important note about human artifacts is that they are like powerful magical objects left behind by man that that which pretty much just determines who's noble in pugmire if your family found and controls one of these powerful artifacts you are granted nobility by the crown and a uh, way 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 back in the day this was this was the place that originally um granted the nobility to the hound family that eventually split off and made their own town so this was once like a pretty big deal see i think chrono would would just tell the party uh this this is one of the places where they found one of the great human artifacts it's quite a holy place well perhaps we can find another artifact as we come slay the demons. Hmm. Do we have to go underground? I I mean, yeah, the, o- the <laughs> opening leads to underground, so that's really a question for characters. Do, do you want to go down there? No? Okay. Does anyone have a light? Hey, I have hooded lantern. I can lead the way. I have a torch. Chrono has candles. You lead the way. Okay. So, I oh, guess presumably I, have a torch too. <laughs> I also have matching. Yeah, I have torches too. Nice. Um, if we're getting ready to go down this, do you guys want me to check for traps at the entrance first? Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a good idea. All right, so Franco's going to go up to the opening. Wait, before we go in, let us make sure there is not trickery from the cats and the rats and the denizens of the forest. And we're going to go for that fine trap skill that I've got. Trap sense. Trap sense. Roll away. All right. Where's it at? Trap sense. I'm not sure about any modifiers on it. Is that because it's separate? So I don't know that there is. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, advantage to uh, avoid traps doubles her proficiency bonus on all checks to bypass a lock, trap, or similar device. Okay, well, this should okay, be I guess you get double proficiency, is what that means. How's that work Damn. for you? Okay, yeah, so there are no traps in this entrance. However, with that 21, you do note that there used to be a trap here long ago, and more recently there has there's some 
evidence of alteration i'll put it like someone's been through here more recently and while there's not a trap here you might be inclined to think there's other stuff going on all right so after looking at everything franca would turn around i believe we are not alone or at least someone was here very recently we should be careful okay um can i try well let's let's go in because i have noticed but i think i'm gonna wait to see like if we get in a little bit if i can see if there are tracks or anything that would indicate where that more recent visitor has gone Cider would uh, put her shield up and and just motion for everybody to keep behind. You know, uh, keep um, what's the Franco? Franco a little bit ahead, just so you can keep an eye out on tracks and um, and Spike also just you know because they're looking for uh, tracks and just like all right, follow me, everybody, keep an eye out. All right, well, roll away to see if you can find evidence of tracks and how much information you get from them, if there are. Whoops. Uh, Whoops. Oh, sorry. Man, I cannot get a good roll on this board. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that way frequently. So 11 doesn't give you much information, but there, there is evidence of movement in here. As you've gone into the catacomb, it immediately splits both left and right at a fork, and there is evidence of tracks in both directions. But you don't know, you can't really determine what kind of tracks or how recent... You just notice that there's some fairly clear, more recent footprints through the pile of dirt that's on the floor. So I'm going to look at... Um, Franco was the one doing the the trap checks? Um, well, it looks like people went both ways. Which way do you think? Is... um survive would that be like tracking yes okay i'm going to do that um i haven't used my bless yet has it been over a minute oh i could have used bless before oh well oh uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think it's been more than a minute <laughs> yeah probably uh, yeah, at this point after the last okay. encounter you, you had I mean, quite a bit of time of walking. I think if anybody ever asked Chrono for a blessing, he would definitely just bless you all over. So, uh, you know, just let him know. <laughs> and then your pockets fill with pamphlets? <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> that's, a, that's the thing. He would not give the pamphlets to the female dogs because there's not things wrong with them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not pro-spaying. It's just pro-neutering. Yes. <laughs> Good to know. Male dogs get it done because they're bad boys. 
So <laughs> there's so much wrong with that. Okay, so I um, rolled an eleven, so that's a seventeen. Oh, seventeen. Um, mm -hmm. So yes, you're you're checking for tracks there. So Layla just kind of like walks under uh, whoever's up front and starts <laughs> and um, and finds out that finds out that the traffic going to the right is much heavier, but the traffic going to the left is more recent. And the kinds of tracks you see are most likely like dog tracks because they're they are two feet, they're boots. So people were here. So there's not a lot of evidence of monsters per se. Monsters tend to walk on all fours and not wear shoes. Not people, dogs. No, they're they're called people. They're called people. people? Yeah. Oh, as opposed to people? man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Men are the humans. People just refers to like sentient creatures, but there are also dogs, like canines that are feral and not sentient. Yeah, except for rats. They're not people. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, depends on who you ask on that one. Yes. <laughs> Some people would certainly not consider cats and rats to be people. Or the badgers. Well, I think Franco would just kind of follow with the crowd unless someone asked him to go check something. Because All right, so which, as a group, do you want to go left or right? So left was more recent? More yes. recent, right was heavier traffic. Mm. Chrono could. Okay. okay. I was gonna say Chrono might like seek guidance from one of his uh, one of his gods. If if you guys would let him, he do a little prayer, and then uh, I could just roll a die. Just flip a coin, basically. <laughs> basically, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that Chrono would say, I I believe that uh, Wyndham is telling me that we should go right. You guys totally don't have to listen to Chrono, by the way. But <laughs> that is just his advice. <laughs> yeah. So the lots of traffic instead of the most recent traffic? I don't question the ways of the gods. They just tell me things. <laughs> Today's beat the man. Well, I could go a little way down there and see what's there. I can sneak down the other one. Be wary for traps. If you encounter them, I come fix. Yeah, well, Spike is not so much on traps, so... <laughs> so I'll move up to, like, here. Yeah. Uh -huh. So he just walks forward. Lila's not great on traps either, but she's pretty sneaky. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, roll trap sense, both of you. Uh, oh, so if we don't have trap sense, then it's just a flat d20. Flat d20, yeah. Is there a modifier at all? Um, if you if you don't have it, no. <laughs> okay, it's not like key off of wisdom or intelligence <laughs> or something. Well, on the for, the for the skill, it's keyed off of dexterity, actually. Oh, okay. Then that makes that a okay. fourteen. Okay, and mine's a 10. <laughs> okay, um, so 14 and 10? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so 
Layla does detect a very, very faint magical tripwire. Spike does not. So Spike needs to roll a deck saving throw. Okay. Layla manages to see it. So it looks like a like spy movie, a little tiny green laser beam. And it's very, very faint. Uh. <laughs> Layla scampers back to get help as instructed. All right. God! I <laughs> cannot catch a break with this game. All right. Uh, you may have just gotten broken. Roll a d4. Okay. I think Jane's been rolling d10s all night long. That might be what's going on. Sure feels like. <laughs> three. Uh, one, two, three. Spike gets teleported. Poof. Whoop! This is not good. Where am I? Uh, so Where'd Spike, you go? Spike finds himself in this small, <laughs> tiny, isolated room that, near as you can tell, no one has been in in a very, very long time. The air is stale. Ooh. It's kind of claustrophobic. The floor is just Ooh. covered. With oh, I don't like this. I don't like this. Oof. Roll perception or hearing, whatever that is. <laughs> Notice? Notice. Is that just like a wisdom check? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I did it twice. <laughs> 17. I did it twice. 10, 17. The 17 is the only one good enough to hear the very, very faint echoes of Spike barking. Layla scampers back and her ears are twitching. It's like, what happened to Spike? Where'd he go? There will. We do not know. He went perk down. Up. Yeah. Uh, go a little closer and just kind of peer into the room. It's like, just to see be if careful. Can see. There's, there was a tripwire on the other side. There might be one here. Uh, so Layla would know. I don't know if any if she spoke up before anyone just ran in. Yeah, I yeah. I'll draw a line. The tripwire was right at the entrance. Oh, so, okay. I think about that green line. So if you took even one step in, you would have tripped it without realizing. Okay, so yeah, I was literally just running up there to do a trap sense. Yeah. So since she detected it, she didn't step over that line. I think Chrono would have probably tripped on it because he told her to go that way and uh, Spike went that way and so, so he's kind of running after her. Okay, he's he's running after Spike and just has faith that that's the way to go. Yes. So uh, roll a deck Can saving throw to see... Check the trip Chronos? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> sure, roll the deck saving see if Chronos makes that and the so 14, it's just a flat d20. Oof. All right. <laughs> 23. Abs absolutely. And let's um, roll another flat d20 to just determine distance. High is bad, because this is how far you trip six. Okay, so Chrono 
pretty much just trips like or no 14 what was that six Oh, I, I was wondering how far Chrono tripped. So yeah. oh, I thought you were talking to me to roll the d20 to see how well I stopped him. Sorry. Oh, no, I was thinking how well he recovered. Um, so so uh, fortunately, instead of falling flat on his face, Chrono a couple steps before falling and landed on the tripwire. <laughs> so, <laughs> so roll a d4. Okay. He's not Come on, good. three. Ah, damn it. Four. <laughs> Poof. <laughs> All right. Okay. Chrono disappears. <laughs> two dogs, two, two different chambers. Fantastic. All right. Can we, can we stop doing this? This is a bad <laughs> idea. All right. Do we want to follow them, or do you want me to disable this and we just make it in the room? We should probably just get rid of the wire don't know where they are they could be dead now we we'll look for them but we should approach <laughs> them. <laughs> well, somebody right, here I, heard spike right I, yeah, it, yeah you'd have to roll notice is, oh, is so spike that happened already is spike just howling or is spike going to like explore the room and do anything about it i see Dave moving Chrono the token around, so yeah, yeah. I would I would at least pace, so I would go. Whoops, there we are. Okay, so like twelve trap sense means um, you can definitely see it, but because it's a magical tripwire, twelve isn't high enough to know how to disable it. But because it's small, you could probably step over it. All right, well we're all pretty small, so <laughs> well. Except for cider. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was on top of cider, so I didn't see cider there. Oh, yeah. There we go. So, <clears throat> so um, everyone, except for cider, hopping over the wire. Dex, don't crit fail, and you'll get over. Cider's <laughs> fine. So what if I told you that I just crit failed? Uh, well, <laughs> I would tell you D4 then. Fair enough. One. Three or four. One. So Sammy gets teleported <laughs> to yet another map bigger. <laughs> Start zooming out. Things oh. are weird and heck. Oh, jeez. Oh. Uh, Spike is pacing. Um, roll a flat d20, call high or low. Uh, for me, for Spike, yeah. Um, low. Eight. So, they're pacing. You step exactly over where you were before and roll another d4. Three. Uh one, two, three. Boop. Spike teleports right where Chrono was. <laughs> what is Chrono doing Why? during this time? So Chrono has a decent amount of knowledge about arcane things. So I think before Spike got teleported over there, because he definitely talked to Spike when Spike showed up. 
he would have been like trying to figure out is there this glowy magic thing in the middle here or yes it's very okay. it's not like bulb or anything but it's a very dull, like blue glow in there okay so i think he would do an arcana check on that so yeah no magic a, yeah so that's a d20 plus eight for me so let's see how that goes that's a nine. That's a crit one. That's um, a crit okay. one. I <laughs> sure is magic. <laughs> <laughs> so he's thoroughly confused about how he got over here and just knows there's <laughs> some purpose for why he's here. And then uh, Spike shows up. So, uh, uh, hey, hey, Spike. Uh, so we're stuck over here, huh? Well... Are we able to buy some re-rolls just uh, as a separate question here? Um, yes. So that's if you look at the very top left of the map, there's that fortune bowl. And that yep. is that is inspiration that everyone can share. So anyone at any time can buy a re-roll. I, I think he was asking if we could give you like $2 to re-roll or something. <laughs> oh, like fundraising. Is, then it would just be a matter of refilling that bowl and we need to start using that bowl. Yes. Yeah, that would that would be money to refill the bowl. Okay. And so, like, do you want to re-roll that one? <laughs> uh, the sure. Bowl? No. There's a whole lot in that bowl, so I'd say we use it. Okay. I'll I'll burn some of the bowl and uh, I'll pay some money to refill it in a little while. So. And How about? Not... I don't know. I just walked and then I disappeared and then I walked. And then I was here. Uh, <laughs> give me a minute and maybe I can figure out what's going on. <laughs> and he'll try again with Arcana using the... We, we burned a fortune point, I guess. Yes. Okay, so you have to let me know when a donation comes through for an extra uh, fortune point. So okay. with an 18, uh, you're a little stumped at first, but you realize that the uh, this is clearly teleportation magic but it's done really sloppily someone clapped up meant to use and organize while someone's doing something but this is meant to just cause chaos okay but he doesn't have any idea like does he know how to like activate it and go somewhere else like if they stepped on it together they might go somewhere together Uh, so you're gonna give that a shot, uh, uh, Spike. I, I think maybe if we hold hands or pause, if we grasp our paws and step together, we might go somewhere together, and it will just randomly send us somewhere. But maybe we can get back to our friends. Okay, it didn't hurt. Also, why didn't I bless my own checks a minute ago? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guide my hand. All right. Yeah. Uh, both of you roll D4s. Oh, we don't oh, get boy. to roll together. Oh, no. Okay. Uh oh <laughs> Holding hands. All right. A one from Dave. <laughs> Poof. And... Oh. Spike just ends up in the same spot. Or actually, one's over here. Yeah, no. Yeah, one's here. Oh, where'd you go? Or no, one was up here. I forgot which way I was going. 
I think one is with Sammy. Okay, and yes. I, yeah. Yeah, I was one. I think Spike went back where Spike was before, but I could be wrong. Uh, one, two, three, yes. Oh, Spike just ended right back where he was. <laughs> <Sammy>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sammy, what were you doing during this whole time? Uh, well, he walked like here, and then he walked back once he noticed Chrono up here. Uh, I think there's a way out this way. I tripped on the tripwire, so... Oh, there was a tripwire? I didn't even notice. Where are we? <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure we're still in the same cave complex stuff. Yeah, probably. Oh, I'll, I'll follow you for now. I... My God, seem confused today. I maybe they need a break. <laughs> yeah, maybe everyone needs one sometimes. At this point, would we start hearing Kronos and uh, and Sammy? Um, yes. As they were walking down the hallway to this main room, they start to hear them. <laughs> Spike is not with them though. Go, oh, ladies! I hear the party. Uh, everyone talked. Go ahead, Mark. <laughs> um, Spike is just going to sniff around the blue light. Is he just sniffing it or is he touching it? Um, I guess he'll like sort of cautiously reach out a paw and try tapping it. You know, like when dogs see a reflection in the water or something and they don't know quite what to do about it. Ah, okay, so the moment... The moment Spike touches it, roll a d4. (laughs) (laughs) One. Poof. (laughs) But now, at this point, Sammy and Chrono has walked around the corner, so Spike's still alone. (laughs) So, Sammy and Chrono have met up. Okay. Pan over there. (laughs) Okay, and well, Spike realizes it's a different room so he'll whoops I keep I mean if Spike's barking it's still I think Sammy would hear that and go right back to that yeah but there's some time dilation between now and then Ah, gotcha because you have been doing other stuff in the middle yeah oh there you are and he'll run up and smell them and run around and run over here and smell them. <laughs> Very excitedly. Yes. Alright, what is your plan moving forward? Layla's gonna sniff Spike's butt and make sure it's the same guy. And it is. <laughs> Can't be too careful. I'm not even sure I'm the same guy. <laughs> See? Well, you smell right, so that's something. Where'd you go? A perfect clone. I went to a room with a blue light, and then another room with a blue light, and Kronos was there, and then he went away, and I went back to the first room, and then I touched the blue light, and then I came over there. And now I'm here. Wow, that they was really not helpful. Up okay. This teleport. It was no fun. <laughs> okay, right. where are we going now then? 
Yes. So in this room, there are openings in all four cardinal directions, north, south, east, west. Well, there's a blue glowy thing. Does anyone recognize the blue glowy thing? Don't touch the blue glowy thing. Don't touch it. <laughs> Spike. Spike keeps <laughs> walking closer. <laughs> Layla's going to grab the back of his clothes with her teeth or something and be like, this way. I mean, you have hands, so. Oh, right. Shoot, I keep forgetting that. No, yeah. okay. You're not actual dogs. You're as tall as people and have hands. It's it's <laughs> the pictures. I think that's the way people are. Yeah, that is true. Everyone shows like regular dog pictures, which are adorable, <laughs> and I love them. But that's not how mine's Pumwire just in work. combat mode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and dogs absolutely can still run on all fours. It's just not civilized. Not that I expect uh, Spike to care. <laughs> <laughs> So, Layla, what was in the other room? The other hall? I don't know, but it's not a glowy thing. Oh. Well, that's good, I guess. Did I guess you say we you go... were in a room with a glowy thing? Yeah, like that one over there. I was right, in one so we room should avoid it. And... and stay together this time. Oh, okay. Well, holding hands doesn't work. We learned that. So let's not hold hands anymore. Or just stop touching the, touching the glowy things. It's also yeah. not very sanitary. <laughs> Layla, Layla kind of cocks her head. Like, what? Woof, woof, woof. Right, so I'm going to go over to the to the stairs and kind of check it to see if there's any more traps around there. Uh, yeah, roll trap sense. Nice, twenty. Yes, you see another trip. You see another tripwire right at the top of the stairs. All right. So, would I need to do need to do another one if I was going to hope to disable it? Um, yes, you, you're well aware of where it is, and because it is a tripwire, you can always avoid it. But if you want to disable it, you have to roll a separate check. But you know it's there. All right, that's a God 27 damn. to disable. Absolutely, yes. You you, you find a, a way to get behind it. And even though it's magical, you're able to find the mechanism and pop it right off. Yay. Nice. If you like to go, we go this way now, it's safe. Cool job. This is down the stairs. Yep. This avoid more vets. <laughs> roll notice. This is wasted. Right. So, Mandy, you are on top of things. Oh, <laughs> Twenty-one. Unnatural twenty. Dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. <laughs> yep. Hey, Matt. Wow. Okay. Nice. God damn, those are some good checks. <laughs> Spike everything. Spike, cider, not noticing. Everyone else. Everyone else is hearing some echoey chanting happening somewhere down the hall. Yeah, I knew it was gonna do, be difficult the whole time. <laughs> 
Can we tell which way down the hall? Um, it's it's kind of echoey. It kind of seems like it's just down the hall. Which is either north or south? Yeah, either. Okay. Uh, it sounds coming pretty evenly from both directions. Uh, Layla's going to sneak north. All right. Roll for sneak or stealth, however Bugmire calls it. Sneak, sneak, sneak. 23. All right. So Layla successfully sneaks around the corner. And I suppose just not running in, right? Just peeking. Right. So peeking, you see, standing at a pool of water that was omitted from any descriptions, uh, hands glowing, a cat chanting some <gasps> sort of incantation. <gasps> and in the pool of water is several bodies of various species, cats, dogs. Sammy readies his fireball. <laughs> Layla's right. gonna quietly sneak back and uh, explain what she's seeing. Now, would Layla be able to figure out that the south end of the chamber with the cat would be the loop around that was the south corridor? Yeah, it, it's it was just pretty symmetrical north okay. and south to the All right, area. then she's going to go back and relay that information so we can come up with a game plan. I mean, I could just casually stroll out and throw another spell out there. They're not expecting trouble, right? Perhaps we attack. Cats are pretty evil. They always expect trouble. That's fair enough. It's just the cat? Well, it's just a bunch of bodies in the water. And that cat is chanting. Hurts my ears. No good comes from cats and water. And hope to push the cat in the water. <laughs> Watch her freak out. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Sammy, how about you? You do the fire thingy. We will come from other side and uh, yeah. shoot with the arrows. And then our big fearless protectors will go in and clean up the mess. Okay, like that. that sounds good. So as Layla discussing... would like to be hiding just around the corner with a crossbow bolt ready. So as you're discussing, you start to hear splashing of the water. Rat row. We uh, move quicker now. Chrono has one thing really quick. Um, I, I would like to offer a blessing to anyone, but you have to promise to come to my meeting next week. <laughs> <laughs> Will there be snacks? I promise. We always have snacks. So Okay. Okay. I'll come for snacks. Can I come? Am I allowed? Uh yes. Uh you, you can come for sure. So I rolled yeah. an eight on my deception. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. He's, he's just thrilled that you agreed to come, so he doesn't care. So uh bless to Sam and Layla and I forgot to was it Cider that said they would come to the meeting. So <laughs> Three blesses. <laughs> All right. So. All right, Sammy, you want to come down here with me and I'll give you some protection? 
ish. All right, I guess so. So is everyone trying to hide around the corner and be ready for an ambush? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. All right, everyone roll sneak in that case. Yes. For, for anyone not training, is that just the dexterity? Yeah. Oh! oh. Natural oh. 20. Where'd that so bowl sweet. go? Rerolling. rolling <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I am all the sneaking. Actually, I think I got to do disadvantage. Oh, my God. Re-roll oh, that, Jane. Re-roll yeah, you got to take a six for I me. I was wondering if there was disadvantage for heavy armor. armor. Yep. <laughs> this check just says, yep. I don't know if it'll matter. Who else is the ones bringing it? Oh, that's better. All right. Are we using another fortune? Yeah. <laughs> okay. so used... you, you got the one that I used, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, did we use a third? That would be the third, I think. Yeah, because we used one before, and I yeah, just but, used one now. But there's a, there a notation to get it back. So. Yeah, he put five dollars in, so I don't know how much fortune that buys us. Uh, I wasn't also... sure what the conversion rate was. I just figured I'd make it easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I figured they'd be two bucks each, so we oh, actually I have a it up. Good to go. Well, yeah. So I have two more. I'm matching any donations during the pug game, so that's technically ten dollars in. Okay. Well, let's let's have uh, two more after that. Five luck. Well, there's four at the moment because of consumption. Anyone oh, else using right, it? Right. Hmm. Nope. I don't think it's worth it for me. I I'm gonna roll with disadvantage every time. <laughs> <laughs> so, in that case. The total from Cider was not good. It was six. Six. And I mean, Chrono's right with Cider, so I'm guessing they similarly failed at stealthing. Yeah, so that that whole side, because of the heavy armor, is just clank, 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 and it's really a hollow, echoey space. Oh, dear. The cat necromancer will notice, and he will turn and... Can I get uh, a shot off with my nat 20 before they go clink, clink, clink? Um, sure. One attack. Okay. But well, only you will get the attack because you were just a hair ahead and you're able to hear that eh, this is our cover's blown like immediately anyway. Yep. So 21 does 21. Hit. How much Woo-hoo. damage? That is a d10. Six damage. All right. <laughs> Bad kitty. <laughs> All right. So at that point, let's have everyone roll initiative. Apparently, we just hit the 2,000 goal, by the way. Whoa. Hey. Woohoo. So. Hell yeah. Damn. Go us. Okay. Uh, initiative. My initiative is 20. Hey, look at that. Crit. I have 11 initiatives. I rolled on the dice over here. Um, let's... In keeping with the rest of my rolls, my initiative is 6. Let's add turns <laughs> to everything. Or I don't need to add those. 
initiative initiative well that's not good frothing demon <laughs> oh, that's what we found in the forest they weren't yeah, so we bad ah. we threw them into they were, last time. yeah they were easily crispied yeah, well yeah Ooh. when you had the drop on them yeah oh snap that zombie's got a nat 20 and then last but not least the cat necromancer Uh, finding the button. Okay, now, Cider, what'd you get? I got a seven. Seven. Spike? I got a... Let's have to scroll back up, sorry. Six! <laughs> yeah, I rolled a lot. Uh, Chrono? Oh, gosh, I lost it. Uh, I think it was 11. Yeah, it's 11. 11... And then Sammy and Franco. Sammy, what'd you get? Uh, I got 20. Damn, nice. Franco. 18. 18. Sort, descending order. Top is Sammy. Okay, I guess I can do this. <laughs> All right, Eeyore. Go here, and uh, let's see if I can make a pointer here. Uh, if you click and hold, you can ping. Yeah, I'm trying to draw a radius for a fireball. Uh, so if you hit the draw shape and then hold control, no, alt. Yeah, alt and drag. It'll create a circle. That's not what I wanted. No, oh, jeez. Everything's starting to lag for me. Um, there we go. Okay. Um, That's not where I wanted it, though. <laughs> it should be a 20-foot radius. I'm trying to hit the two frothing demons and the cat necromancers right there. So I, I think There we go. Roll 20 is having a hard time like grabbing the circle. <laughs> There we go. Uh, one, <coughs> five, ten, fifteen, twenty. All right. Twenty foot radius. Damn, huge. Yeah, so I just want to hit the top two and the cat and the necromancer. I'm pretty sure I can do it. Something like that. No. Yeah. So something like that. Want to hit all of those? Yeah, that looks all nice. Right. All right, so deck saving throw. That's right, DC 14. DC 14. <clears throat> Cat saves. Zombie 1 fails. Zombie 2 saves. Oh, geez, it didn't pop up properly. Frothing Demon 1 saves. Dang. And the next one fails. So it's like 50-50 all the way around. So half damage to, to one, two, three of no. these guys. My fortune can't be used to re-roll oh, that saving throw, could it? Nope, those are your saves. Sounds good. Let's start rolling some damage. 
three, nine, uh, 15, 17, 20. All right. So 20, let's just do the ones that didn't save. So the ones that didn't save are dead. Nice. That half on save. So that's 10 damage. Yep. Uh, roll 20 is having a hard time already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all of the frothing demons have shared health, and that's no good. <laughs> oh. Let me just fix it. Yeah, that and quick. it's roll 20 con this weekend. So, you know, mm. no wonder it's a little cranky. Oh. <laughs> that might do it. Yeah. All right. Let me de-link these health bars from their character sheets. There we go. That'll make life easier. And 10 damage to the cat. Next. First zombie. Uh, real quick, actually, before this turns over, he's going to go right back behind my friend. All right. First zombie. It's this one down here. One... There are 5, 10, 15, and it's going to take a little swipe at uh, Franco over here. Nine to hit probably doesn't hit. <laughs> Layla. Layla is going to shoot again. At? At cat? the cat. All right. She does not like cats. Roll the hit. 15. 15 hits. <laughs> okay. Seven damage. Seven damage. And she's just kind of popping out from behind that little corner, shooting, going back into reload. 15, 20, barely enough. Let me get rid of the circle. This zombie will walk up to Layla and take a swing. 18 to hit. Oh, yep, that hits. Four damage. Okay. Franco. All right, well, since the zombie came to uh, knock at our door, now I give you taste from old country. <laughs> <laughs> or not. That's a 10. 10 against the zombie or the cat? Uh, against the zombie. Um, 10... Does not hit. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> it is now the cat's turn. Um, it's been burnt. It's been shot. It is very We're unhappy. Mad kitty. <laughs> um. So since. Since Sammy has gone around the corner to hide, it's going to turn to Layla and cast Chill Touch, which is ranged, and it crits. Oh, dear. <laughs> which means I need to roll another D8 for damage. Ouchies. It deals 15 damage. Oh. And your movement is halved until your next turn. Oh, boy. And it's as a miner, it's going to heal itself for 2d4 damage. 
Rude. Hey, wait a minute. Was uh, did you have a blessing to be able to roll a d4 on that save? There was no save. There was no oh. save. Yeah, it was to hit. Oh. Yeah, it was just a target. Oh wow! Totally biffed that roll. <laughs> Woohoo! All right. Well, it heals itself plus four, and that's the end of its turn. Zombie. Yeah, which zombie? This zombie, way off in the corner, the one you can't even see. Can't even reach anyone. No. So, <laughs> zombie shuffles towards people. Chrono, it's your turn. So I was just thinking. I think we slightly messed up the thing because we probably should have burned the blessings on initiative. But I guess it doesn't matter too much. So it's fine. But yeah, we'll um, figure it out. Yeah, I I don't think about it as an ability check, but I guess it really is. So um, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, Chrono is going to. Um, he's right next to Cider and. By the way, I think they kind of stumbled because maybe he like whacked his cone on something on the wall or something. And that <laughs> was, like, <laughs> I was really bad about that. So, uh, my dogs do that every time they have a cone. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little annoying. By the way, he did a roll like half an hour ago to see how well he did drinking water in the cone, and it was a four. So his head's all wet too. So maybe that's <laughs> a bit of a problem. But um, he's going to uh, just reach out and. Um, Bless Cider and to say, uh, have the strength of Nathanson and give her a plus two armor class for the next 10 minutes. Shield the fate. I like this. Nice. Plus two. Excellent. And then he can't really move very much because he's kind of back here in this crowd and he's just going to hang out there. So that's his I don't turn. think Layla took the 15 damage on roll 20. Oh, I'm sorry. I. Just wrote it on my sheet and then forgot. Okay. <laughs> okay. A- anything else from Chrono? Uh, I don't think he can do. I don't have any. Oh wait, is healing word a bonus action? Uh, I... It is in D and D. Oh wait, <laughs> but he probably can't cast two spells like D and D. So I don't think I can do Shield of Faith and Healing Word on the same turn. Well, the cat just did that, so I never liked oh. that. I never okay. liked that rule. It doesn't make any let sense. Me... Yeah, let me read Healing Word really, really fast. I have the book open. If I can do Healing Word, I'll do that too. <laughs> um, healing Word is a bonus action. So, yeah, he will also um, like just look at Layla and say, find strength in Mir and uh, do a Healing Word, which is second level. But it just gives you 1d4, but you also get to spend a um, stamina dice. I believe, as many stamina dice as you want to spend. Um, You can choose to spend stamina dice to recover points if you wish. So you get a d4 plus my modifier, which is 6. So let me do a d4 plus 6 really quick. Plus 6 modifier? Yeah. Oh, no, not plus 6. Plus 3. I looked at the save instead of that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not. You don't have proficiency to that. <laughs> no, no, no. So that would six, be amazing. You yeah, have a, so you, get, you have a twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, so you get six health back, and then you can use stamina dice if you want. Nice. I would like to use one because owie. Okay, so <laughs> six plus eight. All right, that's like double. <laughs> yeah. You you heal back pretty much. Most of what the cat did. 
Yeah. I like that. I like that buff to healing word that they did in this game, by the way. That's kind of interesting. Well, it's I think they pulled that from fourth edition. Yeah, I was thinking that it felt like healing surges. Yeah, because yeah, that's pretty nice. That was a big thing in fourth edition. You could use those surges for a lot of stuff. Yeah. All right. Okay. Frothing demon. It is now the frothing demon's turn. It is the one. It's on the north side. So Layla, Cider, Spike, and Sammy just barely. Everyone's gonna have to roll a wisdom saving throw. DC 13. I think you meant Chrono instead of Sammy, so... Yes, I... Well, not Chrono, I meant uh, Franco. So it's it's going against us at the bottom? Um... No. Looks like there's just barely no uh, line of sight, so you're good. So just everyone on the north side. 21. Thirteen. Uh, Thirteen meets to beat. So Spike's good. Layla's good. Cider. Cider's not. Cider's no good. Cider rolled. Mandy, did you roll a saving throw or just a check? Uh, same thing. Yeah, unless you have proficiency. Okay. Yeah, I'm not proficient in wisdom. Oh, bummer. Yeah. So. Uh. Did anyone fail? So none of you failed the 13, except for... Wait, she should have a D4, maybe? I don't know if that works on... I think it works on saving throws. Yeah, it does, yes. So, yeah, sure. Roll roll for Bless. There's a chance. So it's just a D4, right? Yep. Nope. (laughs) Nope, not quite. There was a chance, but... (laughs) We were this close to greatness. (laughs) So roll 2D4. Roll 2d4. Uh, so for four rounds, you are scared. Oh, yuck. Yuck. So let me do- let me look up what a scared stat means. Probably frightened. Probably pretty similar. <laughs> Probably. I can't move forward, basically. <laughs> Oh man, that's like the one thing I can't fix too. So, <laughs> so basically, you just have to spend your turn running away. So that means, uh, well, I think the at least in five E, it's you can't move towards the target, and you I don't think, you think attacks to it have disadvantage. Okay, so against yeah, the thing that's frightened you, so the frothing demon. Yeah, so it, it's this guy. Yeah, so she can't move towards him, um, in any fashion, and if she targets him with anything, it has disadvantage. Oof. I think as long as she can see the demon, she has disadvantage on all attacks, but I could be wrong. I think that's how Frightened works. Uh, let's look. look it up. I'll look it up yeah. while you guys continue. Okay. Because it probably doesn't come into play right now. Uh, yes, although it is almost Mandy's turn. Uh, oh, okay, I got this slightly backwards. Okay, so now it's the south frothing demon's turn, and it's going to do the same thing. It's going to do a spooky howl. And try and frighten the people in the south. Same thing. Wisdom saving throw. Okay. So it's disadvantage on all attacks and abilities while it can see the fears. So 
Cider could absolutely like move south and stop seeing it. Okay, 12 barely fails. Yeah. Oh, man. So for six, Jesus, for six rounds, you are scared of this guy. So let's give a Jolly Roger to the south one and a. Uh, Roll 20 needs to stop lagging. Yeah, let's give this one a boot. So the north one is, is the boot. I'll give Mandy a boot just so that we can keep track of who's scared of who. Oh, am I in that one too? Uh, No, you're scared of Jolly Roger. So. Mm, ah, barking. Get the roll yet. Yeah, roll. Maybe I succeed. Roll a wisdom saving throw. Uh, 13 exactly. Uh, so you you beat. <laughs> so you're good. Nice. So 12 plus 1. Barely. <laughs> All oh, right. Yeah. So it is now Cider's turn. Mandy. Okay. You are scared. Yeah, so Cider was getting ready to charge forward, but suddenly is just struck with this immense fear and just starts shaking. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh. Oh, humans. Oh, no. <laughs> and, but she kind of just tries to shake it off even as she's like shivering. And uh, she shouts, because let's see, how, how far away are they? Uh -oh. Yeah, Sammy could hear me. Do you have any, any, any more of those fireballs? Oh, yeah. Keep casting them. Do it now. And uh, she's going to use leadership, which is if somebody can, an ally can hear me within 60 feet, um, I can use my action to allow another action, another ally to immediately take one action. Ooh. Nice. Cool. Mm. Okie dokie. Well, I was just measuring out a little fireball. Um, was it control or alt? The circle. The square. It is alt to create a circle. Circle. This should be for the top one. It's 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 so horrifying. I think that's twenty feet. <laughs> I think the top one. <laughs> ah, <laughs> that's a bad dog. Hang on, my TV came unplugged. Okay, okay, back online. My screen just shut off. <laughs> All right, so... Four times can you do that? Sammy. How do I move uh, this circle, Ken? Um, you have to highlight it. It's a pain. You have to click directly on the line. Okay. You mean you didn't mean to fireball, Layla? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, yeah, so and your line it... of sight's pretty limited. Um... I can move it south just a little bit more. So you can move it south just a little bit more. Yeah, just a tad bit more north, and then I'm good. I want to hit the cat, cat necromancer as well. That's perfect. Um. Yeah. Sure. 
I like it. Dexterity saving throws all around. Oh boy. All right. One damage. Dex save from Cat. Uh, your DC was 13? Uh, 14. 14. All right. Gold Cat fails. Twenty one. Twenty five. All right. Um so twelve damage for those who save one zombie passes. And then one of the demons passes, the second one. And everything else fails. The cat dies in a burning crisp. Good. One of the zombies on the ears. <laughs> One of the frothing demons dies. The only good cat is a dead cat. <laughs> and <laughs> so there's just some cleanup to be done. Spike, it's your turn. Nice job. Oh, I heard, uh, a, heard a bunch of uh, blinking. <laughs> oh. Sorry, no, I've been muting and unmuting because I've been coughing. Sorry. Well, that's fine. Um, I just I just had like like 20 messages popped up on Discord at the same time. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't, I don't see these messages. What's happening? <laughs> Three. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy. Oosh. She's cowering. It's like, kill it. It killed everything but it. But it. <laughs> See how it is, Joe. <laughs> All right, Spike. Well, roll for a hit. <laughs> yeah, that hits. <laughs> Eight damage is enough to kill it. Woohoo! How do, how do you kill the frothing demon? With silence. <laughs> yeah, no description. The it's just dead. The silent You're treatment. muted. Sorry, I keep muting and unmuting because now I'm coughing. Um, I said, you were mean to my friend and you're a bad dog. And I stab it. Oh, <laughs> justice. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> the the last frothing demon barely standing uh, 30 barely enough movement it comes out of the corner of the room and goes to bite at Franco 25 to hit uh, that will hit uh, no I don't want to edit the token god and the damage didn't happen. All right, I will do a... nine damage. Sammy. Okie dokie. Um, Sammy is going to cast Shatter at a point 
basically just behind the demon and the zombie enough so that um, my friend won't get hit. Um, and so they're going to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, the zombie... 14. The zombie? And the frothing demon. All right. Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, yeah zombies are, are tough Four boys. D? Yeah, they get a shitload to their constitution. Well, he's still taking half damage, so whatever. They're both still taking half damage. The demon, not so much. Plus 20? Seven. anything. <laughs> and 11, so half, five each. All right, well, they were both at one hit point each, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> I had a they feeling. are both dead. <laughs> Layla. Right, the only time. thing left in this room is this zombie before you. Layla needs to unmute first. Layla yeah. is going to pull out her rapier, and she's going to stab the little zombie in front of her. All right, give it a roll. Two, 16. That hits. Roll for damage. Five damage. Five is enough to kill it. The last zombie falls in a heap. Dead. You have Layla's succeeded. Layla's going to scamper over and start removing ears from the cat. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're extra crispy, but they're there. That's why she's not taking the whole head. It's hard to uh, taxidermy when they're yeah, <laughs> crispy. Yeah, roll survive to see how cleanly you can get well, I suppose it'll determine like the integrity of the ears. They might be just burned to, to a crisp. Seventeen? Oh yeah. It, they're they're just a little crispy around the edges. Not so much That's that they'll fine. crumble on touch. There's a nice smoky smell to them. <laughs> a cat brulee. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, shot brulee. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Good game without so at least good. one groan. All right, plus one fortune for, fortune for grown pun. <laughs> <laughs> we got the fortune. <laughs> All right, so what? What do you, do you want to like worry about cleaning up the bodies? Do you want to just head back, explore some more? What do you want to do? Oh, we should definitely check the bodies, see if there's anything interesting. Uh, yeah. What can we learn about these creepy things? Do we know if these were the things that we were sent out? I thought we were looking for an unseen thing. Uh, almost certainly, the frothing demons are unseen creatures, whereas the zombies Mm. are the responsibility of the cat necromancer. So, evidence would suggest. That the cat necromancer was not just a cat necromancer; it was in league with the unseen in some way, and that's Uh-oh. that is very bad news. Oh dear, bad kitty. This this we should bring back to Mister Pan. He should know about this cat problem. Um, Layla's just kind of scampering around the pool of water. And poking each of the dead things with her silver dagger. <laughs> Just to be sure. Just to be double sure they're dead. Because she's she's not the smartest bulb. They said silver, so she's using silver. Uh, yeah, well, makes sense. <laughs> makes an internal logic. 
Mm -hmm. Is there anything else in this room that give that would give us more information about the cat's like motivations or whatever? Um. Well, first important thing to note is that this big pool of water here in this room, like as far as anyone, you can tell pretty clearly it didn't. It wasn't part of the original building. It didn't used to be there. So this this pool was added somehow, and you're for reasons you don't know. Hmm. I'd be able to figure out anything having to do with this based on that smell the unseen. Uh, possibly. I feel like that's kind of akin to an Arcana check. Well, actually, um, there is also Arcana, but this one's more like a detect good and evil kind of spell. So, yes, you, you, you can roll and see if the pool has anything to do with the unseen. Seventeen, yeah, definitely. It's 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 not like possessed by unseen, but it definitely reeks of it. So this water is funky not with the water. for the drinking. This water is for the dead. Hmm. Layla backs away from it. <laughs> Is there any kind of a drain plug in the bottom of this pool? Nope. <laughs> Dang it. There is not. Hmm. Well, there is one area we did not explore back here. Perhaps we could reset some of the traps to keep innocent pups out of danger. Until they get lost in those blinky rooms. Mm. Yes, or but we could just block the front so people don't come in at all. It's true. It's true. Could put big rock. Yep. Chrono has two things he'd like to do if we could before we move on. So the first one is he would turn to Cider and say, um, those unseen, they were they were pretty scary, weren't they? He shivers just at remembering them. Yeah. Like, they, they were my, really my, scary. My gods, they they give me strength for this. And if in case we run into any more, I would like you to have that strength. And he's going to take off his cone and hand it to you. And <laughs> she will she she had been like eyeing it, like thinking it was very strange. But when he explains that it gives you know protections, she accepts it reverently and puts it on her head. Thank you. <laughs> I, okay, that, I will that should help this. you the, the next time. Right now, I have something else I need to do, and he's going to turn to this water, which I guess he probably picked up on had some kind of unseen energy. And he's just going to try to sacred flame the water to see if he can evaporate the unholy water, basically, with radiant fire. And my dogs like this idea a lot. 
Faker right, Flake so. is a cantrip, so he's just going to do it as much as he can to try to evaporate. Um, Sammy, Sammy's going to spend a third level spell slot if he can just to cast a fireball and help. <laughs> okay, so yes, you do cast it and it does purify the tiny piece of surface that you cast it on, but this is a large pool with a lot of water and even like the best you can accomplish with the spells that you have at your disposal is to turn this room into a sauna. <laughs> at least the water in the air isn't unseen but other than that it's very humid and quite warm now okay so he might have to come back at a, a later time to sit here and take hours and hours and just radiant flame this whole pool that'll go on his to-do list for someday but <laughs> yeah it would take a very very long time <laughs> <laughs> he'll bring snacks and hang out for a week it'll be fine Peter <laughs> <laughs> will wait pat him on the shoulder and he's like, I will, I will come with you to, to do this duty because you have given this great gift to me. Thank you. I, I look forward to it. We'll do great good in, in the name of Wyndham, Nathanson, and Mir. Okay. <laughs> may, may I have one of your pamphlets? Uh, you don't really need one, but sure, you can have one. <laughs> She'll kind of look over, just like, oh. The sacred text. I don't have balls. (laughs) 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 If if you make good snacks, though, we could always use more snacks. Do that. Okay. (laughs) All right. Back to the regular stuff you guys are doing. Sorry. (laughs) All right. Does anyone else want to do anything? before we head back. You're talking about before we head all the way back to Pugmire or just before we leave the the main room area? Uh, pretty much head back to Pugmire. Um, I think we were going to explore a different chamber that we hadn't. Do we want to explore that one room That's that what I was thinking. we didn't look at on the yeah. first floor there? I think we should at least take a look in there. Agree. All right. Let me zoom out a bit. Let's not forget about that tripwire. Yeah, we're going to reset the one at the top of the stairs or just the two. I mean, th- these two up here were just avoided. They weren't disabled. We didn't, we didn't unset them. I mean, I can give it another try. <laughs> potentially. Well, I couldn't try this one again because. There's no door. Because uh, I failed it. Yeah, correct. There is no door. It's just an open way. This So this north room was is empty and you get the impression that it was intended just to get you curious to trip over the tripwire. Which, of of course, everyone did. (laughs) So, mission accomplished. (laughs) Chrono will will smile and just, like, 
his eyes kind of light up because he he realizes his God led him the right way. And he's also very sorry that he doubted them for a second. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So does everyone want to head back to the wagging tail? Yep. Yep. So traveling back to the fearful forest, I know that... Uh, one of you wanted to stop by Frankie back in Mutt Town to see if you could get that ring back. Yeah, I would say, I mean, he's not going to go out of his way outside of just kind of seeing if Frankie was still hanging out in his hole or if he was uh, in one of the local taverns or something, if he was an easy picking. um, Probably not an easy picking. He's, he's either way way in the back and it's daylight so he's probably awake or he's just not there at all in which case if it's on his person you're not getting it all right i think that'll just go on his list of reasons to come back and visit mutt town (laughs) (laughs) all Um, right spike will hold out a um a little stuffed dog that he has that says this is a family heirloom too maybe you want to hold it will make (laughs) you feel better (laughs) <laughs> he's, my he's, mommy gave it to me oh this is very very nice um i i feel bad to take this but i will happily carry it and protect it until i can get my ring back and then i will find you and return it okay and on we go Uh, Onward back to Pugmire. The journey back is generally uneventful. This whole thing took you like a day, day and a half. So it's quite late when you make it back to the wagging tail and uh, waiting for you is, of course, your mentor. God. Roll 20. (laughs) (laughs) Our mentor roll 20? No. Bitching at roll 20 for being <laughs> a pain in the ass. <laughs> Pan. The art's all squished. There we go. Pan Doxon. So he, he's mm-hmm. just sitting at a table that uh, sipping on a bowl of ale, just kicking back, loving life, waiting for you guys to come back. And he seems to barely notice as you walk in. Greetings, Mr. Pan. We have returned most victorious. Oh, yeah. Um, so, was the uh, the demon problem taken care of? He says with a little little smirk. Yep, yep, yep. Well, yes. That's, that's what you told us to do. Uh-huh. We killed a cat necromancer and a bunch of creepy stuff. Look, I got his ears. And she holds them up proudly. And the mention of the cat necromancer, his ears will twitch. And he's a dachshund, so they're all floppy. <laughs> his ears will twitch and go, oh, cat necromancer, eh? That's, that's bad news, but glad you took care of it. And he holds up his bowl and cheers. Eh, I figured it wasn't demons. Cat necromancers, though, those those will be trouble. And he had a pool. A pool with dead bodies in it. And it, it, he shivers a bit. Ugh. Yeah, necromancers are creepy and gross like that. Like, come on, no respect for the dead. 
Wake them up. Don't people deserve to rest? Well, yeah. I mean, if you're dead, you should stay dead. Yeah, right? That's what I'm saying. See, they got no point. <laughs> they've got they've got no right to do what they do. So, anyway, here's uh please return the silver daggers. They were on loan and uh here you go. And he plops a big bag of plastic coins on the table. Job well done. Wow. Woohoo. Yay guys, we did it. Mission. <laughs> Mission accomplished. You returned the silver daggers. You successfully took care of the cat necromancer and uh, peace reigns again until, you know, tomorrow when a new problem comes up because the world is dangerous <laughs> and full of full of demons. And we did it with time to spare. Absolutely. I think that Yay. would have been a lot harder without Sammy and the fireball. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. The, the fireballs <laughs> did a lot of work. <laughs> that, yeah, that might be a little broken. I mean, the reason the fireballs are amazing. Oh, how, how do you get so many fireballs at like level three? <laughs> oh, because they calculate spell slots differently in Pugmire. Yeah, I have eight spell slots. So. Wow! Oh my god! <laughs> yes. Also, um, I could have casted five fireballs. Yeah. <laughs> also, oh, level three is not level three. Level three is like level six. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Because oh. in Pugmire, there's only ten levels. Uh, so it cranks you up a lot faster. Yes, level ten nice. is epic level. But the the spell slots work different too. Like a level three costs you three spell slots to cut to cast. Oh. So yeah, you just have one pool different. of spell slots. Instead of keeping track of individual level slots, you just have like a mana pool, basically. Yeah. If Joe had needed it, I, I have a thing where a bonus action I can say, go use a stamina die right now. And then be like, okay, now go do your spell. Do it. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> so, just been like, just keep cranking them out, Joe. Keep <laughs> light him up. It's like uh, a I little stamina dies. I could have done it for a while. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's like a little fireball cannon we roll around. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. And go. Yeah, I know it's the only reason you guys keep me around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love my puppy. My puppy. <laughs> well, I enjoyed this little one shot. And this was so cute. Yeah, thank you so much. Nothing even got out of paw. <laughs> exactly yeah it could have gotten much worse so uh there's also a potential for some further story so if Ooh. anyone's interested for a potential continuation part two then a uh there is the possibility oh sure yeah that would be fun yeah definitely yeah pugmire is adorable so i think that could be fun and i have all of this recorded and i definitely plan on posting this in my feed just so we have it nice fantastic <laughs> cool that's All also right. Joe's answer to any time you ask him to play a game. Hey. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Stop saying oh. true things. So that's <laughs> why that's why you're like this. That's, that explains Amy too. She just can't say no. She, no, yep. I can't. Ah. No. You mm. both need help. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> or more caffeine at this point. No, you need help. Amy beat me though. <laughs> Maybe both. That extra game. 
to get it's it okay. to get ahead. It's okay to say no. 